fans welcome to another edition of shy lounge i am back again in charm city books uh with uh my man operation joe who is not present at the time but i do have his lovely wife you want to introduce yourself hey everybody my name is davin i'm the owner of charm city books tell me your real name davino <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i can go with uh davino um it's a much better name, and plus people can find you on Instagram, you know. We're supposed to do that at the end of the show. Mm. Um, this is part owner of Charm City, part owner, right? I'm technically the full owner. Okay, Joe, all right, Joe, all right. Uh, Operation Joe works for me. Okay, all right. We're not rocking the boat. I respect women, <laughs> women's rights, and everything of that nature. Mm. You know, mm. we got we to gotta, uh, start accepting our women because parts of our government isn't. In society, mm -hmm. so yeah, very true. Women run. Women actually run the world, but they let the men do it. That's right. And Joe is back. Operation Joe, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> content funny. creator of uh, Charm City Books. Yeah, that's right. It's a like co co content creator. Oh yeah, yeah, content facilitator. Yeah, and arranger, really. And arranger, that is good. I like that facilitator and arranger. So. Uh, uh, in layman's terms, he does the content creation. I make I make videos for the internet to try to make people want to buy books from us. Uh, if anybody wants to buy some books, watch our videos. They're on the internet. And I and also I have three uh, added friends that are that are laying by me. On you. One is on my foot. Uh, that would be uh, let's see, Coco, which is on my right. On my left is Lou, and in the middle is the uh, puzzle. The puzzle. The puzzle. The prince. The yes. The Finn Balor oh, of, our, of our bookstore. Is. Absolutely, yeah. he's he's very cute. So um, that's a good one. If he was a, if he was a wrestler, he would be Finn Balor. Yeah, he's a pretty boy. Now I want and to choose can, with the other dog. And he can put in work. You know? mm -hmm. Oh yeah, he was putting in work outside with the, <laughs> when the other dogs were passing by. He was barking up a storm. <laughs> So, um, now, now, uh, <laughs> now Lou says I'm getting, on my foot. He's getting, he's getting snuggy. Getting the full dog experience. Well, you know, my, uh, last episode was with cats. Oh. With, uh, two black tuxedo type cats. So, like, I'm, you know, animals love shit. Yeah. It, it's true. You're, They're I think it's because you. you're grounded. You have such good Animals energy. love grounded people. I, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, they they do. Because I don't I don't like talking about myself in that kind of form. I see that on dating profiles where they're like, I'm funny. My friends think I'm funny. I'm like, <laughs> swipe left. No, I don't want to hear it. It's not the adjective that you should be describing yourself. Especially down to earth is one of them. I, I hate yeah, down to earth. If you are self described down to earth, I don't know if yeah. you are actually down to earth. Yeah, it, it, it's like I'm, it's like I say I'm down to earth when my head is up in the clouds. Yeah, and up somewhere else. <laughs> but anyway, um, I want to give an introduction to uh, Davino. Tell me about your uh, like for wrestling because Operation Joe here tells me that you 
you really are animated with the with the television. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much like the number one mark. If if there could be a rating, I think I'd be I don't know, maybe at the top. I just really love the story, um, and I just get really into it. I was not at all interested in wrestling, or didn't even really know that, you know, I just never watched it until I met Joe, and then it's, like, fast become one of my favorite things. I actually find it very comforting. What, what was the year that you met Joe? I met Joe in 2016, right before right before the new year. God, that's when I started. Yeah? That's oh, yeah? That's when I started from the radio, from moving from the radio show, so I was occupied with my time and you know you just now meeting joe you know and it, it plays itself out and both yeah. of you are actors also all right yeah although i haven't acted in quite some time because you act a lot you act up i do i do <laughs> you're also very active <laughs> but, i act in the videos that joe makes well and you know and miss davin and whiskers the mm. cat for once upon a story time and charm city books that's true that's you true. have a character of miss miss davin that's I also really have wonderful. a character I present to the world, which Joe likes to say. Everyone does. We all do. Yeah. You know, I know. I know the heel Davin that not everybody yeah. knows, and that's what, that's one of my favorite things about her. <laughs> oh wow! Maybe, I, maybe maybe I need to take you to Jacksonville with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. you yeah. know, meet oh, some man. AEW people or whatever. Um, I would introduce her to MJF though. Oh my God. I just hate him so much. <laughs> I actually uh, known him when he was a young boy, when he was yes. like just starting out in the industry, and now where he is now is like it's just so crazy. Because he was such a sponge coming up in the business, like he just learned stuff. Watched Gina Hernandez back in the day, even though he wasn't existing, and um, he he's just he's just been incredible. Um, you know, sometimes yeah. I'll call him like you know, good job, and he'll still be MJF. He won't be Max on the on the phone. <laughs> So, um, yeah, uh, also, like, with wrestling, you know, being an actor, it does translate a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the reason that I really fell in love with it is that, well, one, I was kind I think I was sort of... A, you shot. have a temper. I have a temper. And enjoy and it fighting. it feeds very well into yeah. my temper. And, like, I think it also feeds into, you know, in my fantasy world, I would solve conflict with physical mm-hmm. like, fights. <laughs> Okay, she's a violent person. <laughs> but she's not. But I never can, so it's like it 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 expresses that for me. But I was also really almost offended when I was like, "Wow, as an actor, we struggle to get like, you know, 10 people in the seats and you watch wrestling and it's like just 40,000 people sold out auditoriums." And I was like, "This is basically like this is theater." And how and I was very like blown away by how much people can get involved in the storytelling. Well, I need to take you to some indie shows because oh just like God. the same thing with the, th- with the theater, it happens in certain indie shows too. There were shows where like even the promoter had to pay me just to come. Oh my God. I mean, it didn't happen, but it was like, you know, I look at the show like, why put this together? Like, it's, it's, it's such crap. I can go on my Jim Cornette if I could, but... Um, but going into it, like um, I don't want to, I don't want to give you twenty one questions. But who's your favorite right now, as far as overall? Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Yeah, I, I just. Oh man, someone tried to come into the bookshop. That's all right. We're closed. I know. It's just great. It's great that someone tried to, but we were closed. <laughs> again, always happy. Again, after hours at Charm City Books. Seven eighty two Washington Never Boulevard. Stops. www.charmcitybooks.com So Britt Baker is one of your favorites? Yeah, you know, I I mean, 
you know, I hate to say I'm such a mark, but I am. I just love Britt. You are. And you... I, Britt Baker is the first heel that I have, like, wholeheartedly just loved. Usually a heel. Probably because of the relation, right? Yeah, the relation. Like, like relating to how she is and then you yes. think about how you are. So it's kind of like yes. a bit of a representation of, like, that's me right there if I was a wrestler. Oh, yeah. And that's me. She's like, I'm fucking smart. Excuse me. No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay, good. Okay, so just for the listening <laughs> audience, I need to give you a little bit of context about how Davin watches wrestling. Because oh a lot of us are, you know, you know, what do they call them now, Shin? You know, uh, smarks, smart marks. That's the ones on the internet that think they know everything. Right. Or, or and when people watch, sometimes people will be like, oh, okay, I see this. Or, you know, I see that. And Davin watches and she goes... That is so fucking unfair. <laughs> what the hell? You can't do that. Oh, my God. Which is, you know, like, what I'm watching, and I'm like, oh, this is the story. You know, that, no, and David is like, that's so, I'm not going to watch anymore. I know. I'll be like, if this happens, I will never watch wrestling again, and then it happens. Which makes wrestling so much fun, you yeah. know? You it's know, really uh, the best. Two things. One, Davin... And I don't want to offend Evan, but she reminds me so much of my grandmother that I didn't even know before I was, <laughs> before I was born. Because my grandmother, honestly, I didn't know this until after she died. My grandmother could not watch wrestling because it raised her blood pressure, <laughs> and that, she was and she was watching NWA being in Virginia, uh, and she would just go crazy over that. So by the time I was into wrestling, my grandmother had deteriorated in health, and you know, blah blah blah. Because, you know, usually uh, being over at the house, I would watch cartoons, Bugs Bunny on ABC Channel 13. And then after that was WCW Worldwide Wrestling. And I didn't know that she was watching it because, you know, when her health was deteriorating, I thought it was like, you know, the TV's on, background music, whatever. Yeah. And that's how I got into it. Uh, not from my grandmother, but uh, just growing up and seeing people beat on each other every week. <laughs> and they would come back and do it. It wasn't like boxing. <laughs> and I thought boxing was so boring as a kid, but now I actually like it. Also, I don't want to actually watch people like concuss each other well, constantly. I mean, I know it happens in I wrestling, think, yeah. but just like punching in the face. I want I want it them to know that they're taking care of each other. I like the yeah. concept of cooperation that exists in professional wrestling. I about to say stay away from Raven Stadium on Sundays in the fall oh, and God, winter yeah. because they do that every every week with the uh, football. Um, oh yeah, you know concussing yeah. each other. That's yeah. a whole different subject. Um, two, what are the two things? Um, one, she reminded me of grandmother. The second one is I like that mindset. And I and I and I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal like that, but being a podcaster and a media person and traveling around and being backstage with certain talent, it's just that you know you see it and you're just like, okay, this work like like what you said, Joe, this works. Okay, I see that happening. I see that. Okay, that works. And then the people on the other side is like, that is so unfair. We can't have. This. And, and is that is what uh, David Hero told me from uh, Wisconsin, the 1988 state of mind. Because I hate smarts. It was like, you know everything in wrestling. You're like, oh my God, this guy's going to come. This guy's going to come. And sometimes I just don't want to hear it. But like, yeah. I just want to see everything fake value mm -hmm. as it happens. I want to watch the yes. art and the story that they're telling as they tell it, how they tell it. And there's an element of allowing also for other things. Mm -hmm. Like, because you suspend the disbelief so much. Mm -hmm. Because it, it, it provides a sense of comfort to you. In part because you can expect things 
but it's how you tell that story, right? Yeah. But also, it's just like movies. When you watch it, you don't know stuff before you get into the movie, except right. unless it's like the comics or the books or something that you read it. And you keep that in mindset before you watch the movie, and you're like, okay, this is what happens. But sometimes the movies has a spin on it. Yeah. But I, you don't want to go into movies like Star Wars and be like, Darth Vader's Luke's father. Like, and he, <laughs> and I guess that's the third one or the second one. And but you like, still watch it every time, and you know... He's Luke's father, and it, and then you're looking for the, oh, okay, because I know he's Luke's father. I'm not and a Star like, Wars fan, so I don't know anything. Okay. So, well, like um, anything, like, you know. Yeah. But but the thing is, you don't want to jump into a movie and just you just know everything like that. I like to be yeah. surprised. Yeah. And that's why a lot of these trades that happen, like, oh, this person signed with this, this person signed with that, and it's just like, I like that surprise of like, oh, my God, what are they doing in there? Yeah. And that's what happens, but now the smarts come out and be like, yeah, this happened, this happened. It didn't being on my side. I watched uh, Russell talk and stuff, and they like rumblings about, uh, and I'll disclose this during this episode, but uh, Brian Danielson signing with AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought it perfectly, like, that should not be news. It should not be stated. Like, just have him run in there and yeah. make it oh, So this is news to me. You just broke news oh, to so, me. Well, <laughs> okay, small business. Okay. Small business on it. But they're talking about it. It has not been signed uh, as far as being public is what people are saying. Same thing with CM Punk. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, the CM Punk is just on ringside. I just saw it on ringside through Bleacher Report. Saying it was like a or or ring, ringside yeah. news. Yeah, yeah. They're saying like they're close and pen to paper and yeah. stuff like that. But I believe in my heart that he's going to make like a couple appearances. Then he's going to go or whatever and see, test it out a little bit. Because yeah. Yeah. I actually yeah. met Punk in Chicago um, on All In Weekend. I have a picture here somewhere. And he was cool. I was wearing a Washington Capitals uh, shirt, and we talked. Um, it was like a photo op, so it was like seconds on it. Because CM Punk is a huge Boston Bruins hockey fan. Oh. Chicago Blackhawks. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Why the fuck did I say Boston? Because I know he's from Chicago. Why about Boston? <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why Boston. I, I don't know. I, I might have dyslexia, you know. Well, we I know all, that doesn't really apply. Well, to be fair, this society has ADD. You know, oh yeah, it's a matter of ADD or ADHD. Uh, also, now okay, I shouldn't. Also, today I learned about ODD. Is that old dirty bastards? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Which I fucking love you. Okay, hold on, I fucking love you because when the teacher said to me, because they, they were leaving after yeah. the end of the workshop, one of three I did today. Um, talking about teaching. Yeah, I'm talking about teaching. And and so this other teacher, that, you know, she was leaving, and she goes, um, "Have you heard of ODD?" And I was like, and she has a mask on, mm-hmm. you know, because we're in this school media center. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they call libraries media centers now. I'm going to just move because on from that. Well, they've been, they did that when I was in high school. Okay, but but I still called it a library. Okay, I was in there. They put the computers in there and it's a media center. Yeah. Okay, it's a fucking library. Can it just be a <laughs> library? Can, can it just be a library that also has computers? It's like, oh, no, it's a media center. Uh, anyway, we can make sorry. a whole episode about renaming stuff in society. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Teachers leaving. Oh, yeah, by mask. the way, before you say something. Yeah. Vince McMahon don't like hospitals and medical facilities. He doesn't Whenever. sneeze. He calls them. He doesn't man. sneeze. He doesn't like talking cars. Certain names they're don't. Entertainers. They're, they're entertainers because there was one episode of Dark Side of the Ring that perfectly explained that. Yeah. Uh, they're independent contractors, mm-hmm. even though they can't work anywhere. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. Vince isms. You can make a book out of it. Yeah. yeah someone should. Write I his, yeah. Someone should write his. You book. can't. I think they say like with Brody Lee, you couldn't eat. Uh, you couldn't eat until he's finished eating at the table or something. Oh yes. And they was had the Brody Lee. Was he was he was he ragging on Vince when oh, he did that? Totally when he had his oh, vignettes. He wow. was 
like uh, daddy hasn't stopped eating and everybody has their food on the table and everything. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. That's yeah. amazing. I had no idea. I, if they have that on their YouTube, I'll forward it to you. But uh, Brody Lee killed it before he passed away. Yeah. And, I really love that kid. You know, I, I was groaning for the last two years about him uh, before he signed because he was from New York and he couldn't do a Southern accent. And Vince wanted that to be in the Wyatt family, but he's this well-spoken guy from New York. Same thing with another uh, guy I made friends with before you passed away was uh, Joe Hudson, who was Josephus in NWA. Mm-hmm. He was a question mark man. He passed away, and I was so heartbroken because I was backstage at Russell Cade and talking to him. He's this nice guy. I watched NWA Power before they moved to Fight TV from YouTube, and I just loved the guy. And he was just so one of the nicest guys in the world. And then he passed away, and I was like, "Oh man, goddamn!" Same thing with Shaq Gaspar. He was he was a good friend of mine, mm. uh, associate kind of way, but he passed away saving his son um, from the Riptide. I don't know if you heard about that. Mm. Um, they were it was right before George Floyd was killed uh, in California. Him and the family and friends went out to go uh, in uh, swimming in Huntington Beach, and they were swimming, and the Riptide came in, and lifeguards were coming in to save them. And uh, he took his son, gave it to the lifeguard. He was like, um, "Don't save me, save my son." And he got swept away, and they found him two days later. Damn. So, sorry to sorry to make it down a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but should, so what I was saying was ODD. Yes, ODD. and ODD is oppositional defiance disorder, and it's it can be caused by genetics or environmental conditions. This is why it's a very short term. And she said ODD. And I said, did you say ODB? And she <laughs> laughed. <laughs> you did. And I was like, I was like, oh, no. I was like, and I went, I said, oh, big baby Jesus? And she laughed. And I said, <laughs> and she said, no, 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 ODD. And some of the students I was working with in this teaching physical theater, they have ODD mm-hmm. and oppositional, oppositional defiance disorder. And I, it, they just that. like, if you tell them to do something, they'll be like, sit on my face, you piece of shit. You know what I mean, basically. So if you <laughs> I mean, and they're nine, and for a nine-year-old to tell you to shit, sit on my face, you piece of shit. I mean, I don't know when you're just know. pretending I'm... to be a mime, I mean, that's a lot to process. Yeah. You know, that's a lot to process. A nine-year-old saying "sit on my face" weirds me out as it is <laughs> for many reasons. And then yeah. calling you a piece of shit. That wouldn't affect me as much. <laughs> yeah, but the idea of a, being a piece of shit sitting on a nine-year-old's face, yeah. it's kind of oh, okay. if you right. really get, uh, get yeah, into it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, I, I never introduced you, this to you, but I, if, if this is on your, because uh, everybody's cutting cores now, if this is on your network, Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, it is. It oh is on God. Sling TV, which we just have uh, we just signed up for. So yeah, everybody get Sling TV so you can watch AEW. Um, thirty bucks. I'm a fucking yeah. yeah. Oh my god, thirty bucks. Well, it will be thirty bucks a month, but it has DVR op- options. Uh, and if I finally transfer some things from the bookstore to the bookstore instead of my personal account, then I then it's fine. It's like I'm not spending any more money a month otherwise. Little hack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sling TV is awesome. AEW on Sling. TV. I did a free trial and I had access and I was watching. Uh, wow. Uh, women of wrestling from okay. California. That was the Ooh. same guy who did Glow. Yeah. Um, David, uh, I think it's David Manning. I met him in North Carolina also. Yeah. That was the same guy who put up Glow in the eighties. Oh and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And inspired the Netflix series Now. Right. Oh. And um, 
you know, uh, my friend uh, Amber O'Neill, who was the bullet babe in the bullet club years ago with her uh, ex-husband, uh, Doc Gallows, uh, we met and we just had this friendship and we just talked and every now, every time we see each other, we just hug and selfie and everything. So, uh, so she hooked me up with that. Oh, nice. But, but I had a free trial, but Dark, I didn't finish the season up, though. We've been watching Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. We actually, we watched, because um, I can Montreal. never watch, we watched the Montreal yeah. Screwjob. Oh, from season one? one? Yeah. I, uh, I'm i on season three, where they start with Brian Pillman. That's like two episodes. We have, I just, I've been watching that, too. Did you just start watching that? No, I have been telling. I've been watching. No, Brian Pillman. Did you just watch the Brian Pillman episode? No, I watched it when it premiered. Okay, I just watched one and two the okay. past couple of days. Yeah. Um. There's a story about uh, the Roberts family: uh, Grizzly Smith, uh, mm-hmm. Jake Roberts, Sam Houston, and Rockin' Robin. And you would not believe it. It is so creepy. It's the it's the most harrowing, creepiest episode of the series. That that's on the the. It's on this season. I have it. If you want it, I can get a flash drive from you. No, we got Sling TV. It's all on. It's all on demand. Okay, okay, okay. Sling TV. Watch Dark Side of the Ring and Age Up. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. We run a fucking bookstore. And we're not capitalists. I think I'm gonna meet the guys uh, in North Carolina too, Evan Hussey and somebody else. Um, But I'm waiting for them to come back with more episodes because the season's not over yet. It's like Rick and Morty, man. Never watched it. Oh shit. I don't want to get off topic, no, 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 but you got yeah, you got to watch it. But uh, really, yeah. really with, um, like I was saying with the ODD, I got to look that up tonight. But um, oppositional defiances. Or let's see, you said you like Britt, Britt Baker. Britt Ain't, Baker. What about male wrestlers? You love Kenny Omega now. Yeah, I really do. I can't fuck stand I mean, him I, now. Oh, I fucking love him. Listen. I can't stand his heel character. Oh, now. give me heel Kenny that, Omega all fucking day shit. Well, you need to watch New bar- Japan. I know, I, I, I do, I do, this I one, do. This one is cheesier than what he was in Japan. Oh, but I love it. It's so good. It's so, it's so, I and I was surprised by it. Because I didn't know, because I never watched New Japan. Yeah. Okay, okay. But, yeah. but this isn't about me. You like Kenny Omega. I do like yeah. Kenny Omega. Mm. Jim Cornette hates you now. <laughs> <laughs> Why does fucking Jim Cornette, Jim Cornette has beef with Kenny Omega? He hates Kenny Omega. He Why? hates a lot of people at AEW. Oh, because Jim Cornette is a hater. Listen. I mean, some of his points do make sense, but some of his like. Okay, give me one Jim Cornette point you think makes sense in regard to his hate, because I don't know okay, any of them. One, so I'm interested. In. I'll say one that doesn't relate to AEW. Okay. It can't. It can a little bit. Sure. But people in indie shows that do all these high spots where they jump off of sure. roofs and and awnings and whatever, and there's like 30 people in the crowd, and he's like, "You should save that for the big shows when everybody's watching on streaming networks and you know how the arenas are." So I get that for one. So he's so he thinks that AEW does too much on weekly television. He thinks AEW is is like nonsensical because they have a they have a show on the side called Being the Elite, which that kind of built up to AEW being formed. Sure. He hates the Bucks because they're so cheesy. He hates Kenny Omega because Kenny Omega does this jazz hands thing with his hands when he does. Jim Cornette yeah. thinks oh. that people popping out of boxes is still like a good idea. Well, so oh, ch- in terms of ch- which is on the- Dark Side of the Ring, which is like funny that he was like all the. Because that's what I love about them. I love that they're so, like, they lean into um, the larger-than-life element of wrestling. You know what I mean? We're past the, like, 
attitude like reality era. Like, I can't stand the, those yeah. fans also that want to bring the attitude era back and it, tell them it's that gone. The attitude it was era awful. was not good as far as wrestling. No, the showmanship was like a thousand. But and every, some of the rest. I mean, okay, Stone Cold could throw the top down, guys, you know, and Shawn Michaels and Undertaker had great matches, you know. The the mankind there was a lot of great work. Hell in Cell ninety eight. Yeah, you know, but it was a different. You know, now we like I think more the the we like a little we like more Bret Hart in our in our wrestling. You know, the technical. Now, if you want to talk about haters, uh, Bret Hart. Oh, he's a massive hater. I love I love Brett. Though. I love Brett. But I he, met him on my first but he's night like, of working. Things should never change. A lot of those, a lot of those uh, <laughs> uh, Calgary Canadians are very conservative. Oh yeah. Of so like, they want the box of wrestling, but sometimes when it comes to the theatrics and stuff, it's too much for them. Mm. But when Jim says it, it's like, I it's his viewpoint. He's entertaining to me. I've known Jim for so many years, in and out. But I get some of the stuff. When he talks about the Bucks and the AEW matches, I don't listen to him. But when he talks about like the uh, the random stuff on his uh, show, I'll listen to him. He hates Vince Russo. I'll listen to him talk about Vince Russo all day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because yeah. Vince Russo... Like I said, that was all in the Montreal Screwdrop. Vince Russo is a cool dude. Is a cool dude when you meet him, but he does not know what the fuck he's doing in wrestling. And a lot of his product shows. Yeah. It was so bad that TNA Wrestling, before it became Impact years ago... Spike TV didn't want to do anything with TNA Wrestling because he was still on the he was still on the production roster. But when he found out, they started to pull their uh, their network and the deal and everything from him. So they so Impact Wrestling slash TNA had to go so many obscure networks before landing on Access. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, what other Kenny Omega? Yeah. Kenny Omega. um, I have to forward you this match. I'll forward to Joe where Kenny Omega wrestled a nine year old girl. In Japan, I watched. Didn't he wrestle a a blow up doll? That was the DDT days, and that's why. And DDT is something that a lot of people don't like because you watched that match. Yeah, we did watch that. It was a lot of. It was like some. I I seen one in New York when they were coming out for WrestleCon, and guys were doing very perverted things in the ring, and like one guy was knocked out, and the guy put his hand in the guy's trunks to. Where his genitals are, I don't oh, know wow. what he's doing. He gave, him like, un- he gave him an unconsented handy in the ring. Not quite, but it was like a grab at his junk, and it was like nah, I've had, my, I've cool. had my junk grab before unconsentedly. It was a big Facebook scandal last year. Mm-hmm. Actually, the Washington Post wanted to write about me having my junk handles. Well, you need to talk to Terry Crews because he he didn't handle his situation. Yeah, correctly. but he's much more famous than I am, and I don't want to talk about it. Actually. Oh no, no, no. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> to the Washington Post. Let, let's move on from that. So, <laughs> so Kenny Omega, um, WWE people. WWE. I mean, I did. Who do you like? Just who do you like? I mean, I loved. Finn before he went back to next. Okay, but he came back to SmackDown. Oh, he did. See, I'm we don't we don't watch SmackDown anymore. Our friend um, got rid of his Xfinity, so now we can't watch the DVR. He's my be- he was my best man at my wedding, and I, and now friend. we can't watch the DVR of SmackDown. So we gotta wait till whenever it comes out on Peacock, and it's like, dear Peacock, it's like a week. Yeah, it's dear so Peacock. Slow. No, 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 no. SmackDown is about a mu- SmackDown and Raw is about a month. Yeah. Can um, I get it sooner than that, please? Well, I, it's I, all owned by the same conglomerate. I do the YouTube thing the next day. Yeah. If I'm interested in certain people, I'll watch it. Where do you? So wait, you can find you find the matches on YouTube the next day. Well, it's on their channel, but they show you snippets. Yeah. Oh yeah, the snippets. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, yeah. I don't really get into them, but then I let Russell talk. I review it for me. 
okay. uh, as Ooh. far as the content. Sorry. sorry, uh, sorry. That's what? okay. I just remembered. So, s- starting off when I was first beginning my wrestling journey, I used to talk about who wore the best bikini. Talking about... The best tights? The best tights or the best... Wrestling trunks. Wrestling trunks. And, uh... Um, Randy Listen up, ladies. Randy Orton, Randy Orton was really my top guy, right? You know, just the... I mean, the... The pose, it's so... You're, you're the, like, thousand or millionth woman who said Randy Orton has great tights. And, His bikini uh, and is really rocking. Him and Finn Balor, I mean... Well, okay, you gotta, you gotta also, say tights, though. Gotta say tights. Okay, tights. Also, um... Oh, oh, oh. His Malachi Black, when he... I mean, now... Uh, Alistair Black, Tommy End. Yes. Right. I was very, very... I mean, I'm super excited that he's in AOW now, but I really... So am I. Yeah, I was, like, really... I was very much into him in NXT. But maybe my... Ooh, talking about NXT, my top person is Adam Cole. I don't know. I can't help it. The, yeah, it's true. the Adam Cole, baby. I just can't... I bumped into him a couple times, and he's a, he's a cool guy. Um, he's an old-school guy that knows how to heal. Um, oh, I think yeah. he's going to do great in WWE, but I think with, this, with the... Um, oh, is the, he coming up? Well, I mean, NXT is WWE developmental, even though they don't want to call themselves that. Yeah. But the main roster, like, with what they got going around, I fear for him because he's going to get lost in two seconds. Mm. And that's why the uh, and name is Carrion, but I call him Killer Cross from the Indies. That's why the Killer Cross spot on Raw this week upset me a lot. Because... He got up there. He's an NXT champion. He's dominating everybody. He has a he has a oh, storyline right, with Samoa yeah. Joe, and is heated. And um, I didn't watch the last part of NXT this week as of this recording, but last week he choked him out. So I'm, there's going to be a match happening on uh, August 22nd. But it was like you built this man so great that he looked like fodder on the roster and lost in two minutes to Jeff Hardy. Nothing mm. against Jeff Hardy, but yeah, but he came out with I hear voices, Shen. He was so inspired by. I hear voices and Jeff Hardy just, you know. I see. That's why it, I didn't watch it. He was so powered <laughs> up, man. Yeah, but I, I. But to me, it was like they could have spent like 10, 15 minutes, even if he had a disqualification was, loss. It was terrible. But it, it, it was. Way. But they were saying it was a message to uh, the NXT people. I was like, yeah, that message was well received years ago. Yeah. Look at Bray Wyatt. Yeah, dude. Mm. Look yeah. at Kevin fucking Owens. Well, you know I mean, he finally, you know, he gets some love and he got paid. But he got paid because Vince didn't want him to go somewhere else. But really, he he's like the best. To me, he's one of the best NXT call-ups ever. Yeah, he yeah, is because he's so fucking undeniable. But, you know, they, they put the strap on him temporarily because they had to. Oh, yeah. To yeah. appease people and to appease him. Next, also, uh, Jim. that's another guy Jim Cornette hates is Kevin Steen. What uh, Kevin Owens, your guy? What? Because because oh. he's like the um, you know he doesn't look anything of a believable character. He's like this uh, pudgy guy wrestling. Dude, he he's looks like, like he could whoop some bear. ass. Yeah. yeah, he looks and, like a fucking. And he's one of the nicest guys ball. outside yeah. of the ring. He's one of the nicest guys outside of the ring. He's a zoologist. Um, I have not Excuse met him me? yet. Yeah, he's he loves a animals. Well, 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 amateur, but he loves animals and he takes his kids to the to the zoo and they and. Not only see animals, they talk about it. So I really had a love for him when I got into his personal life. And he was this dick on uh, NXT WWE television. And when the show's over, he runs back home to Florida, takes his kids to school. And yeah. they ran little small portions of documentaries. Like uh, like Joe Pesci in, in Goodfellas. He always made 
breakfast for his kids. <laughs> wow, <laughs> one extreme to another. <laughs> so it's um, a deep cut shit. So so really, yeah. Far back as I remember, we we, we I had a I saw a video randomly. I saw a video last night. Uh, I forget where it was. I think it was Deezus and Mero or something. They were saying they were stop distributing Chantix, mm. the anti-smoking uh, nicotine gum that Ray Liotta used guyliner for the commercials to use. They stopped doing that. It's like, oh, we're going to turn to Ray Liotta if we eat <laughs> Chantix and we stop smoking. I always, I'm sorry, Joe. I always rag on Ray Liotta because he uses a lot of guyliner in movies. Oh he, does. God, he, he does. He does. <laughs> and it's like I'm, Tanner and Guyliner. Some serious mascara. Being usage. someone who's used a lot of Guyliner in my life, you know, as a professional actor, it's a little much. It's a little over the top, it right? It does feel. You like don't need it. You You're good enough it. without it, right? I give women credit it. for applying it on an everyday basis. Because well, what the I old, love about Dabby, you know, is old, that she doesn't. The old liner. The old <laughs> liner. <laughs> Would blind you if your eyes were wet. The oh. old liner. <laughs> yes. You remember that? Yes. It was all smoky, so if you cried eyes. or anything, yeah. it would blind you. You're like, I'm not. Or you would turn into Tammy Faye Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Fine. Yeah. So um, okay, so Adam Cole, like Adam Cole on the roster, female on the roster on WWE. It could be NXT, anything. And before you even start, I want to admit to my listeners. That I have a serious, serious crush on Zoe Stark. I don't know what it is about her. I have no idea NXT. who that is. Okay. Oh. We don't watch any NXT. I'm not because All right, I, show I over. want to. I want... We don't want, but it's not because we don't want to. It's just because it's just. No, and I really like watching NXT for Adam Cole, to be clear. Yeah. I always want to know what's going I on. I should. I should watch it. We should get back into it. We used to watch it. I liked NXT Tuesdays better Tuesdays than It used to be my favorite. I kind of fell off. We kind of stopped watching it when yeah, they went like to Tuesdays and did that whole thing and it wasn't on just the network anymore and now I got fucking commercials and I got to record it and I was just like you know like let Anna can stop you know but well, I, I understand you got to monetize I understand you got to compete it's television but this is what it's just that you interrupted our fucking routine Vince we got a routine we're very busy we did, people we did have a routine. well guess what Vince don't care about your routine <laughs> no no <laughs> he I does know. not he cares Absolutely. about you know not sneezing and talking cars and talking cars and uh just having big guns for an old guy, and I mean, well, he looked—he looked like he deteriorated in the past five years. Oh, did he? Yeah. Like he looked like he did some awful plastic surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he mm-hmm. probably like his yeah, face is sunken. His face is sunken in, and his lips got bigger. Oh that's my god! I know it's terrible. Like he looked like like his lip like lip fillers like it's truly unnecessary. Also, and just and get and we, old, man. And we get age and everything. Like age happens though, but when people try to do plastic surgery. To hide it, it just looks horrible. Yeah, it does just get old? Just, just I mean, when just people do get it. older, their noses and their ears do get bigger. Oh, so. I'm gonna have the biggest fucking nose when I'm old. My dad's nose I think is this already is like big. 75 years old. Yeah, so he yeah. probably had to like do the lips to like match, you know, the the rest. No, I saw him at Money in the Bank last year when they were fighting in the building, and I was just like, "Is that this man? He just looked like he just got sick or something." <sighs> Shit, I gotta tell you this. Go ahead. I gotta tell you this. I was just saying it picked up. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you this. Um, you had plastic surgery? No. no. <laughs> I, 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 I did a project recently, and the creator of the project worked at Allstate Insurance and handled a lot of accounts, and one of them was Vince McMahon. 
Uh oh. This individual lives in Connecticut, right? Uh huh. And their children are very are wrestling fans. They're children. They okay. watch it. Yeah, who, who knows how much? We were chatting about it, and I had mentioned a Vince McMahon is you know uh, a brilliant, awful person in many regards, and and they had mentioned how oh, he's always great with me. I said, of course. Oh, what do you mean? You know, you have a relationship with Vince McMahon in some way. Well, I worked. I handled insurance, and he would come to me when he bought things and say, I gotta keep this, you know, hidden from Linda. No. You know we're recording, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be canceled tomorrow <laughs> when this comes out. This man is gonna throw the lawsuit and like, yeah, you can't air that episode, pal. You're gonna have to delete that episode. <laughs> no, he'll be like, that's good shit. He he That's knows such good shit, pal. Yeah, it's like like Linda doesn't know. You know, she probably just like, can you at least fucking cover it up, Vince? But yeah, if like he'd be like, oh, I bought a new car. This is the person's name on the insurance of the car. But Linda, I don't know. I want Linda to put let's put this on a separate thing. This is not on our other thing. A lot of business people do that anyway. Yeah, a lot of spouses do that. I imagine my dad. He was always getting new. Junkers and uh, and like parking. Yeah, but your dad point. doesn't have affairs. No. Okay, just, oh, so just be clear. Oh, yeah. I thought we were just talking straight like purchases. I didn't know. Well, Vince McMahon has has a couple cases uh, here and there. I mean, to me, Vince McMahon to me is old money. Like the old guys that you know they got money. Like I know I got a wife, but I can still fool around yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit. Same thing with Bill Cosby, who uh, Pennsylvania messed up his affairs, so that's why he got released out of prison. And people were uh, on Twitter giving rip shit about it. And I'm just like, no, they messed up what they what they agreed on, so he has to get out. No matter, he still raped that one girl. Right. And you know, I, I went back and forth with people all over. It was like he should be under jail. He should never see the light of day. Right. I was like, well, he only got caught for one. Harvey Weinstein got caught for many. Yeah. yeah. He's doing 23 years. And then he got extradited to L.A. just to do trial there to add the tag on what he got going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I had to take it off subject, but. No, I was just talking um, about that I had some tea on Vince McMahon with you and I was the like, whole picture. Yeah. <laughs> but that can't be news. You know what I mean? The wrestling fans don't know that. That they Vince know- McMahon would be unfaithful to his wife? Well, we seen that in like two thousand one when he was like mouthing mouth sexed uh Trish Stratus in front of his uh, yeah, comatose oh wife. Yeah, you I can't will show tell you the me. old footage. <laughs> yeah, and you can't tell me that Linda doesn't it have some, like, beefcakes on her fucking payroll, too? Oh, no, no, no. I would like to find that one out. I yeah. Love, just like Melania Trump, I would love to find that one out. Where she's really getting it from. Yes, okay, I'm I would sorry. love I'm sorry. it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would be awesome, to I mean, truly. I do not believe uh, the man that we should not name is porking his wife good. <laughs> no. And if he is, then I'll be eating McDonald's every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't even have any like drive. I, mean, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what a narcissist. Anyway, we're getting way. Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, well, they're trying to get him back in the office next week. Whatever they're trying to say. Always. But um, anyway, um, you know the NXT. Like I watch NXT because. Wait, I, can we talk the Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair match? Yeah, we, we can get into Money in the Bank because you hate Charlotte. We're already, we're already thirty minutes into it, but I want to give what you guys. I want to hear what you guys think about Money in the Bank. Your your takeaways, um, you know, because uh, 
Operation Joe and I talked about this like yesterday or, or something. Yeah. And he gave me his. And um, I just want to know your take about Money in the Bank. Oh, I really yeah. enjoyed the, the men's match. I thought, I mean, you know, um, I thought Ricochet was awesome. He got to fly for the first time in oh so long. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, um, oh, gosh, the Scottish. God, why am I blanking? Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. I feel like he's been really stepping it up. I was really not into him. I was like, that's one of my friends. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I met him in New York and we were talking and um, I arranged his interview with WrestleZone. We were at WrestleCade in North Carolina. He was leaving to go meet his wife. He was about to get married, remarried again. And um, he gave that interview and I I forgot to save it, though. But um, I was walking with uh, my friend Bill Pritchard who was doing the interview and he was talking to the camera and I was just walking and ushering him out. And um, I'm just very supportive of him. Um, yeah, I feel like he was, like, great in that match. I feel like he's really been, like, stepping up. Yeah, they put he's, they like, pushed him. He's, like, bringing it. Yeah, yeah, he's been, yeah, he's just been very solid. Like, you know, I feel like it almost was one of those situations when he got the belt the first time, it felt like it. I don't know. It just it was weird because the pandemic happened. It felt like it happened really fast. Plus, his uh, Royal Rumble win was very explosive. I don't oh think God, it was yeah. as explosive as when he uh, when he Claymore brought Lesnar out. Oh, that was the shit. And I my jaw dropped when I saw that yeah. one because I'm thinking crazy. that Brock was going to be like up until like 25 or something. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. People talk a lot of shit about Brock Lesnar, but this is what I want to say good about. Did him. you see his man bun? No, I haven't seen his what man bun. Man but this is what I want to say about him. Brock Lesnar will do business. Yeah. He has he he has done business in the past, but the one thing that about Brock Lesnar that um that a lot of us wrestling fans groaned about that he never sells for anybody. Mm. So but when he was fighting AJ Styles and Finn Balor, he was bumping. Yes. And and I was just shocked. I was like, oh, what's the difference between Brock Lesnar I mean between AJ Styles and Finn Balor and John Cena where he Killed, I, I killed him in 2014. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this why. Because I think Brock Lesnar uh, respects them in a way he doesn't respect John Cena. I mean, AJ Styles. Because of how fucking tough Balor and Styles are for being, you know, maybe who they are. Cena's always a big muscle bound guy, you know? Wow. He has a man bun now. Did and Cena also, ever have a... Oh, I like it. What's also, up, dude? <laughs> yeah, Brock. I'm really fucking liking this. I know. I'm like, come back that man bun, And the dude. goatee. And the yeah. goatee. Let's go, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the Brock train again. I, I love Brock like Lesnar. Unapologetically. I think I'm unapologetically Brock. I agree. I, I agree with Brock Lesnar yeah. being on the road and being tired and being worn out. And there was a video years ago. Dude, if you had to work... All of the time, three hundred and make some money, or work not nearly as much and make even more money. Which would you do in your life? Well, I would do the latter, but the thing about it is that I wouldn't show my hate for fans mm. because I know that um, in traveling, and I know you two have traveled before. The traveling is more worrisome than the work. Yeah, yeah. and I get it when you're traveling three hundred days a year. You don't get no sleep. You got to wake up, get a rental car back to the airport, and, and you're go in here. a car. Yeah, like, that's and, not a human so, body shouldn't be like that. And you got to make money to have your own bus. Yeah. Because the top guys have a bus. They can sleep in the bed, the drivers right. go on the road, and you can uh, you can shit in the back. And, well, they got to take care of that. And um, CM Punk did it. Orton did it. Big Show did it. Uh, uh, Cena did it. Mm-hmm. So I, I get that part. 
But for me, what Lesnar is, is that, you know, it's like, I like Lesnar when he left. He said, I can't do this no more. Left, did MMA. He was in New Japan for a while. And uh, some legality with that and IWGP belt. He beat Shinsuke Nakamura for that belt back in, like, the mid-2000s. Oh, wow. Before Shinsuke Nakamura adopted the uh, Michael Jackson gimmick. Okay. So, so I get it that you're making all this money. And then Cena's basically retired. Uh, even though he came back because mm. it's like movies and TV shows are calling him. I mean, he's in the new Suicide Squad. What? Uh, that's coming out next week. No, the August 6th. Yeah, I don't um, know who he is. HBO I'm Max. Not, I'm not. He's educated. like a, I, think, I forget his name though, but I'm cringing, but it's James Gunn, but I'm going to watch it anyway. I hated um, the last Suicide Squad. Oh, it was not well done. Because Will Smith was not dead shot. I mean, um, no, Will Smith, I think Will Smith was dead shot. But Will Smith played Will Smith. Mm-hmm. And that's what I hate. <laughs> and Margot Robbie did it. I like Viola Davis. She did it. Oh yeah. But the movie that got put together, it was just so ass. And I mm-hmm. tell everybody that watch the animated movie called uh, uh, Batman Assault at Arkham. That's a Suicide Squad movie. Okay. And it's so much better. Okay. It's animated though. All right. Um, I like animated Batman. But but anyway, um, Money in the Bank. You like the men's matchup. Um, I was shocked when I saw Ricochet fly. Yeah. I have never seen Ricochet fly really in WWE. Yeah, especially because I feel like since he's moved up from NXT, he's gotten bulkier. So a I yeah, yeah a little, so I was like not expecting that level of just aerodynamics. I was like, "Oh my god." I mean, it was and a And your real, father's an aeronautical engineer. Right. And his girl and uh Ricochet's girlfriend is amazing too, uh Casey Catanzaro. Oh, oh, oh wow! Yeah. I didn't know that. See? So she does the thing where she climbs the uh, the turnbuckle from the back and goes up there because she used to be like a ninja warrior or something. Oh, that's right. The little oh yeah, yeah. the little oh one. My yeah, God, the, the little the little one. Yeah. yeah makes sense. He's small. She's small. Yeah, Ricochet is small. Man. They're both so small. I would small. not have known that. Is because he really uh, short? a lot of people know that years ago he was in a relationship with Tessa Blanchard. And something oh. happened. They fell out. Tessa got married to Daga, and she made racist remarks years ago. Well, that's good too because uh, um, Casey is is uh, you know much see, better find. I see Tessa. her. Wow. <laughs> I see. I, I knew Tessa when she was a little girl. When uh, when with her uh, stepfather Magnum TA. When I was when I was going to shows in Virginia and everything. Oh. So I was remembering that. Um, but also, I see Casey on uh, Instagram all the time because she's under Lacey Lane, a.k.a. Caden Carter. So, uh, they do TikTok videos and stuff. Uh, Baby, TikTok. what was your match of the night? Let's go with that. What was match your match of the, of the night? night? Yeah. I think it was the men's match, honestly. Because I was a little... I was disappointed with the women's match because I just felt like... I never... Lo- so, this is my thing, too. I'm with you on the women's match because I hated the match, ending. Not o- I was disappointed, not only because I really don't buy into Nikki... Whatever. Nikki a- Ash. ASH, which Nikki Cross is new Ash. character. Yeah. But also, like, I don't love it. And this is why I never liked Carmella. And that's a whole thing. I'll go off on Carmella because... No, keep going, keep going. But she... They're like six women up there on the things fighting it out. And then Nikki just runs up and grabs them. I'm like, you didn't even earn it. Like, and this it, is... Le- in like, the I tune of The that. Simpsons, I found it funny. I found it funny. And it was like, she just got up there, yoink, and then just laughed yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I found it funny, but when I found out that she was a superhero, I was like, what the hell are you doing? Then I found out later on that she made that up. She mm-hmm. made that character up, and then I said it again, I blame Shane Helms for that, being yeah. the hurricane. 
I blame yeah. him for that. He's he's a good he's a good friend of mine also. I used to see him when he was in ROH and going to conventions, but I said when I find him at a convention, I'm putting my finger through his chest. Because yeah, it was just so just, horrible. I can't buy into the character. I love I, I love the Nikki Cross uh, crazy gimmick when yeah. she was running around with Lexa. I Bliss. liked that because also I liked that I liked that character she had coming in because it's not something you see as often like an angry like just like very not even necessarily tough like not on the level of like you know she's um, feral woman yeah exactly that was when she like was with uh, insanity super, yeah exactly it's like bordering on the level of insanity it's just much more unique and this is just like it just feels i don't know like like they made her in, in, in they made her into a, like a little uh a little girl yeah. And the way a little girl can uh, be a superhero, it. and the way a man is comfortable with a girl being a superhero. I feel like power. they have. Kind you just of... described uh, Kamala Khan a little bit. Yeah. Mm. And and so I think like uh, is Nikki Ash, uh, you know, is that good? It's fine, but it's like you know, why did it get okay? And, and it is, and she's great. Like it, I'm it, sure it's a good thing to see like little girl, and it. she's small. Yeah, the kids again, like it, and I love it. Yeah, 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 but there is that element of like, well, this is an acceptable just, version like, of a back. woman hero. Yeah. Now, um, the, the men's matchup, uh, it was very impressive. It, it, to me, it tore the house down. Uh, Big E won, so we're going to see what happens with that. Kofi versus Lashley, I didn't care for it because I knew who was coming out of it. I didn't mm. believe in Kofi beating him. I got I got I got I got to I got to disagree with you a little bit there though, Shen. I didn't see the matches coming up and I found out what happened. Yeah. But the fact that Bobby Lashley and this is again like podcaster knowing people in the rumor mill keep yeah. spinning around. So I didn't believe that because they were like Brock Lesnar's coming back for Lashley. Oh, well, I knew that, like that. But the match oh. itself, I thought it was a good chapter in Lashley's reign as a champion. No, it was good for him. Yeah, it was yeah. good for him. And I don't think it was that bad. Uh, I think Kofi's kind of untouchable right now. You know, um, in terms of like, if he get if he gets handed an L in a big situation, uh, it, it, it's not, as it's not tarnishing to him. And you're right, it was a disappointment because you kind of knew that it was going to stay on Lashley. But at the same time, this, the build that they got working... I, you know, I thought it was a good entry, and a lot of people trashed the Lashley Kofi match, and I thought that, like you know, as a form, as a part of long form storytelling that you don't see all of the time in WWE, mm. I kind of appreciated it for that reason. Did they do, you know, and they didn't do Kofi like they did him in the Lesnar Kofi match. I was about oh to bring that up. Because you know, they didn't I do him like that. Pissed. Yeah, oh, that was awful. I was like, I want to fucking hit something now. Thinking about it. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I want to flip this fucking little fragile table, but I won't. But and it wasn't that the Lashley Kingston match wasn't what the Lesnar Kingston match. I, was. I'll, I'll say on top of that, and um, it's not a good thing to say, but when that happened, I was going it's like, okay, you can bump for Brian, you can bump for Styles, but you can't bump for Kofi, black man. And I was going to go on that one, but I was like, nah, I think you know, it was. I think it was. But it was a balance. It was probably a Vince move. Or it was a Vince move because it was like, look, Lesnar's back. Lesnar is back. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so they had to do that. But I do understand uh, yeah. also what you're saying there. I don't know that... And that's a Vince thing. I don't know that it's a Lesnar thing. You know what I mean? No, no, because... Um, and I what is Lesnar going to do? No, Vince, I want to have a little more time in the ring with him. And he's like, no, it's this fucking squash match. TV match and stuff. But I yeah. hated the New Day when they first started. Oh, they were... Yeah, me too. They were like uh, clapping preacher boys and... 
And then next you know they got into the pop culture and they turned it around and everything. Yeah. So that's that's a good thing about it. But um those pancakes. I hated that too. <laughs> and the Bruno oh, cereal. Oh, it was I so I hated oh, that. It was fun. Tossing pancakes into the crowd, people <laughs> eating them off their hands yes. and I was like, you know, no, you can't do that when COVID. Oh back. my God, no, I know, um, but I love how much people got into it. Now, now, um, Operation Joe is taking a little break right now, <laughs> but I want to say that uh, one match, the men's money in the bank match, a lot of people had trouble with because of Peacock uh, blacking in and out. Oh yeah. Um, for that, I didn't watch it live. I was taking a walk around the harbor. Uh, sorry to crap on fans that did. Um, but the match that got to me was the Charlotte and Rhea Ripley match. Like yeah. that match was like was like crapped on for like the first couple minutes of we want Becky chance and then Charlotte oh flipped God. off the crowd. Yeah. And I was like, yes, this is what I yeah. want. And they tried to black it out a little bit. Oh my God, they did. They totally <laughs> they tried to did. black it out after fact. After she did the Degeneration X too, and then she was like, yeah, it was great. And and um, it really. And the funny thing is that I saw the I saw Rhea Ripley and Charlotte at the Russell the Quarantine Mania last year. Mm. And somebody said this on Instagram or Twitter. Said that Rhea Ripley and Charlotte wrestling, because, you know, there were no fans in there, so you hear all the grunts between wrestlers when they're doing their moves. They said Charlotte and Rhea Ripley sound like lesbian sex or something. <laughs> lesbian porno sex. Maybe and I died noise. laughing. Because I, I didn't see it. I was doing shrooms at night um, on the first... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like that. So my my, part, my partner gave it to me, and in the fact that no fans, and I did I did it early on Facebook when I had a Facebook page, and um, that got taken down because I, I think it was like they said music or something in the background. Yeah. I wasn't wearing the WrestleMania shirt, or whatever. Anyway, um, but when they said, but I the next day I saw it on Twitter or whatever, and I was like, let me watch this. I gotta catch up. And it was like, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte sounds like lesbian sex or something. And I oh died laughing when I saw that match. Well, that's the thing that's so funny is when there was, when they were in the Thunderdome, this, the mics were so much more hot that I felt like you heard so much of the like aspirations yeah. of the wrestlers that it was ma almost making me uncomfortable. I was like, wow, I feel like we're... And I remember making that comment to you. I'm like, I can hear them like breathing and grunting. It was like it was. It you need felt to come to indie shows with yeah. me when there's like 20 people in the crowd. <laughs> You're but, like, I'm like, I feel like I'm way like I'm in this right now. Like, but but also I'll tell you this. Though, I don't know if you know about this. When his first, it wasn't Thunderdome. It was before the Thunderdome. This is when we were doing quarantine. When they were in the uh, yeah. performance center when they revamped it. Um, I think this is before they had the staff to come in or the fans to come in. So when they took commercial breaks, they stopped wrestling, and they were just in that corner checking on their phones or taking yes. breaks and whatever. And I was just like, "Wow, <laughs> this is this is how TV really works." Yeah. So when they got back into it, it's like, "Okay, we're gonna get back into it." And then they start wrestling. Now this is what happened, and I'm so used to the commercial breaks so of like, if you didn't see it, the crowd saw it. It's like this is what happened during the commercial break, and yeah. that's what it was. But I laughed hard when that happened. Like, okay. We're just going to take a break and we're going to smoke or we're going to have a, a little drink somebody. or whatever or tweet. Yeah. No, I mean, I liked the match. I, I Oh, by the I, way, Joe, I'm talking about the Charlotte Rhea Ripley match. I liked it. I think that Charlotte is best when she just, like, leans into being a heel. I just, like, I don't know if there's any situation. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious if she would ever, 
you know, go transition back because I just think she's so great as a heel. And people love to hate her. I love to hate her. But I think I think to me she has Miz heat though. It's like her yes. father's the greatest of all time. And you you wouldn't be with your and she's father. She's so good though. She's so fucking and, good. And really she's doing it for her brother. And I remember um I remember the day he died. Mm. Because like you know, she got into it because of him, and then like now she was she was married to Bram, uh, who is uh, Thomas Latimer in NWA, very nice guy. They divorced, and then now she's about to get married to Andrade, and Andrade is a savage on Instagram oh my when God. it comes to Charlotte. Like he had a picture of grabbing her booty. I think <laughs> after uh, Cornette or somebody said something about it, and I was like, look, I, it, it, you know, he like it, I love it. Yeah. I like when a man owns his woman on uh, social media every now and then. Like, just grab her booty or something instead of <laughs> the typical hug and kiss. Should I do that, baby? Should we get some bookstore photos? Of me uh, grabbing I don't know. People booty? might like it. You should get some uh, grabbing my booty. I'll grab your booty. Yeah. Well, well, Charm people, City Books will have an adult section soon. You yeah, know, Charm people City might booties. like it. That might get us, you know, That would probably likes. get more likes, yeah. The booty grab than well, sex sales yeah. and merchandising. Um, <laughs> but but um, anyway, like like that match, I did like it. I, I wanted Rhea to win it. I did too. Because of like the one in one record and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but then they were gonna hand it, uh, you know, right to Char- right to Nikki anyway. So it was like, give Charlotte one. To Nikki. I didn't know it was gonna happen. No, she so cashed fast. in the next night. Yeah, she cashed in the next Are night. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. See. You missed this? Wait, so she's now? Well, you have a phone like I do. I know, but I don't like to read <laughs> the news. I like to experience it. She doesn't. De- well, yeah, no, you don't. No, here's what I really wanted to happen, though, Shin. I wanted Charlotte to win, and then I wanted Becky to walk out and be like, I never lost that belt, and I'm coming for you. See, and if I'm it wasn't so for the sick. internet, Becky would have been back faster than you would imagine. I don't know anything about babies. I don't know how uh, how long they can breastfeed. She's like at eight months. I mean, she's at eight months. Yeah, yeah I think it was like yeah. December or something. And take as long as you want, Becky. By all means, like, don't, you know, but do what you want to do. You. you know, yeah. But I was hoping she'd come back and somehow get into the match, get the or get not the even, Or just be like, I'm coming for you, bitch. I, I, but the thing about it is, I, I liked Becky right after her failed Riverdance gimmick years ago in NXT. Oh, yeah. And I liked the last kicker. And, um, oh, actually, yeah, like she turned heel against Charlotte and everybody liked uh, Becky like the second afterwards. Yeah. So it didn't work for real. I always loved Becky Lynch. She went heel and I was like, oh, this is going to be a stone cold heel. You know what oh, I mean? It's yeah. gonna be the anti-hero heel, and that's what it was. And she uh, and she crushed it. It was but, so great. But but also uh, with with that, it was um, the fact that she got into wrestling and then she quit wrestling for a couple of years and then got back into oh, it. Oh right, yeah. You know, she she was a flight attendant for a while and I, she quit and came back. So I was like, oh, what a world without Becky Lynch. Yeah. So um, I did like that one. Um, what else match that was up there? Uh, the Universal Title match was pretty good to me. I haven't watched. I haven't really watched a lot of Roman Reigns matches. Uh, I didn't watch the Hell in the Cell match. Um, I do like the character and the table, but I, it yeah. just irks me a lot. Even though it is going to happen eventually, it irks me a lot that is like we're keeping Roman safe until the Rock comes back. We're going to keep him safe, and he's going to have the title. He's going to be ahead of the table until The Rock comes back. And then John Cena yeah. comes in and is like, yeah, John Cena. He was like cheer for the first time in probably like 10 I or so know. years. <laughs> Nostalgia is a powerful thing. 
But but oh usually a lot of times everybody people cheer Hogan now. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. And the, no, they, no, he still no, and more no. More. They, he still. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Mika Villas will kill you if you, if she heard you say that. Wait, I've heard it. I've heard people no, no, cheer no, no, for no, him. no. I'm gonna tell you what. I watched WrestleMania 30. I think it was one 37 yeah. this year. I watched it live on Peacock. Yeah. When Hogan came Sorry, out wait. with Titus O'Neil, people cheered Titus O'Neil. As soon as Hogan got up the mic, everybody booed the shit out of Hogan. Mm. And they... You think that... But that's it. the they, first time, no, no, really. No, no, no. They doctored it up on Peacock. So you don't get that. So you... Oh, but, I mean, previous to that... And I'm going Because Hogan's been no, paraded no, no, no. out to every WrestleMania. And people have been like, eh. No, no, no. No. You live in Baltimore, America. You, no, no, no. American. You live in Baltimore, America. Fight for what's right, America. I'm going to tell you a story what happened when he was in WCW. Super Brawl 5 was in Baltimore, Maryland. I was not in Baltimore, but I have friends that tell me this. When Hogan came out to fight Big Van Vader, got got rest his soul, yeah, big Baltimore booed Hogan. They booed the hell out of him. Fuck in yeah, the, Baltimore. In, 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 the, in the building. <laughs> That's when Baltimore is the fucking best. So, so Baltimore is right under New York and Philadelphia as far as the fans stating what they want. No, no. Philadelphia, New York, and I think Chicago mm. as far as how their fans are. And the thing about it is that that uh, sex video that came out, that's when people booed Hogan because he said, like, uh, N-bombs and that his mm. daughter was dating somebody. I met Brooke, Brooke Hogan. It's nothing, nothing big. Ugh. So, anyway. Um, but I didn't like Hogan because he said the, the racial slurs. I didn't like Hogan because he didn't put people over. Mm. Yeah. He was one of those guys driving up and down the road. It's like, let me work 10 minutes, work easy. I'll post for 15 minutes. And yeah. that's the end of the show. And he had people like Kamala, Junkyard Dog. And they were they were making money. Yeah. So I liked it for them. They were making money. But it was like, okay, you just beat me down for a bit and do the leg drop. And I just pose. And it's the end of the story. I always liked workhorse wrestlers that made you buy the ticket to the shows. Like, I want to see him. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania three, nineteen 1987. Hogan versus Andre. Uh, that's what got people in the building. But what people were talking about was Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat. Mm. That's what got people going because they worked the shit out of it. It was rehearsed. They did it line after line at their houses, but they had the fans. Yeah. So I didn't like Hogan for put. He didn't put people over. Fuck Hogan. Um, <laughs> yeah, completely. I, I I I usually say brother man or or Hulkster or whatever. I'm a Randy Savage guy. Fuck him. Oh, Randy Savage, all the air, though, he has his own problems. Too. Well, yeah, yeah. The whole thing with Elizabeth <laughs> and all that. You, yeah, you know, just, just a like... A little when, uh, bit of domestic violence. D- D- Davino, uh, you know, um, I I took that as on TV, like, the way he was controlling his woman in the 80s. I was like, yeah, boo that guy. I didn't find out he was very secretive like that. Because a lot of times when, in the wrestling business, you bring your wife or your girlfriend, and the other guys are going to shoot their shot or they actually get a piece of wife and girlfriend. Mm. It happened to Matt Hardy and Edge oh, okay. when they were dating Lita. Yeah. Like Lita was with Matt Hardy and they, uh, and Matt Hardy was injured and she and Edge got together on the road and fooled around a couple times while she li- they lived in the house together. Damn. And that was it. Oh, this was big in 2005. This this is what got Matt Hardy fired and rehired. Oh, damn. So, um now he's got five, what five kids? He just had his fifth. Fourth. Fourth. Yeah, because it's uh, three boys and one girl. Damn. Uh, Reby Sky and 
I just like Nick Cannon, I say, Matt, just go get go go get surgery or pull out or something. Tie it up, man. Tie it Tied, up. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he don't have I mean, I don't count people's pockets like that, but he don't have seen the money like yeah. that to, to do that. And Rebe is like Chrissy Teigen of wrestling. She will curse people out on the internet. Um, oh, yeah, it's a good description. Look, I will throw I you some tweets. <laughs> um, so, so Money in the Bank to me was enjoyable. I, 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 I was, I didn't watch it live because I thought it was gonna be like another show, live or whatever. Yeah. I'll catch it later. But I was fooled. I was actually fooled about it. Um, did you guys watch Fighter Fest? Oh, yes, yes, we did. We did. Thank you for bringing up. The best product in wrestling, available <laughs> on Sling TV. Oh my God! Stop it. Now I'm gonna have Jim Cornette smashing my show because Operation Joe. <laughs> um, so what did oh, you take from so bringing Jim Cornette? Listen, Fighter Fest. Ah, would you I don't, love? What was your favorite? Well, part personally, about I don't even Fest? like the name because it reminds me of Fire Fest. F Y T E R. I mean, they're doing it on purpose. It's so great. No, I love it. I love the pl- the the play. I love it. What, what was your favorite part about the two-night event? The okay, two-night spectacular. Night, first night, best part, Darby doing the coffin drop into the coffin. Unnecessary The nail in the coffin. So good. Second night, the fork with John Moxley and Kenny. Wait, no, just kidding. Not Kenny. Um, uh, John Moxley and, and Lance Archer. <laughs> Wait until you see Nick Effing. Wait until you see Nick F engage the next episode. Oh my God! Yes. Oh my God! Okay. Okay, but also yes. Labor one of the. uh, There's so much to talk about. Chris Jericho. Labor one of the labors of Jericho. Chris Jericho is in my heart. Okay, talk about favorite meal. The character of Chris Jericho. One hundred percent character of Chris Jericho. I love unconditionally. He can do no wrong. There, he can literally uh, as a character. As a character. Right. As, as a character. As a character. He can do no wrong. I'm gonna say as a character. I met Jericho here in Baltimore, uh, 2014, and he signed my book. And uh, we're both Scorpios, and I wanted to meet him again when AEW came here for uh, full gear on their first year. Oh. Um, but I didn't. I wasn't privy to go to the party. Um, a guy who worked in AEW was trying to get me in, and you know that was it. But Jericho keeps reinventing himself, which I love. I've been watching the man for 25 years now, apart from his 30 years. Yeah. And he keeps reinventing himself. The list of Jericho was great. Um, the Kevin Owens, Best Friends um, uh, skit that he did, it was one of the highest rated or highest applauded skits in years. And um, I the felt champion. both of them that, number one, the belt wasn't on them. They put on Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. And also that match was second. Mm. That match was like the popcorn match after the starter. Mm. And you know, I was I was saying to myself like, you built these guys to be so great that I want an explosive match for the title. Jericho win it, or Owens keep it, and and, and miss me, man. So, yeah. Um. So uh, Nick F. Engage, which I saw on Dark Side of the Ring uh, a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I haven't watched that one. He, I'm going to look forward to watching it. He's a very nice guy, like, if you ever met him, but he's crazy in the ring. Oh, God. I mean, a pizza cutter wait. to your mouth, to the corners of your mouth. I can't wait. And <laughs> you, you look like, the way I'm you're so glowing so over there, you look listen, like you're a, a fan of John Moxley also. No, I am a fan. I love he's in that the, episode. the malicious. He, yes. He's in an episode. Of Dark Side of the Ring. 
Yeah. John Moxley. I love John Moxley. All roads in professional wrestling lead through John Moxley. To quote John Moxley. (laughs) So, um... I just don't. Now I don't like his theme music, though. Uh, oh, what? I, I don't. When he first came out, the wild thing it was the acoustic version. Yeah, the acoustic version. Now with the with the orchestration, it's better. The, it was a little thin. I just, you know, honestly, with me and wrestling, I don't like a lot of singing me in the crowd. Like when yeah. when Jericho had the Judas song from Defazi, it was okay. It then the the uh, it's his song. Too. The the. Uh, uh, not the breaking point, but the highest peak of it is um, a friend of mine, Meredith. She was, she sang at AEW Revolution right before the pandemic. She was on stage with a choir that sang Judas when Jericho lost the Mox. She was the black girl that was in front that sung uh, Judas. Yeah, yes. We watched, and that. I ran into her a couple times. I gave her a hug afterwards, and it was just like, how the fuck did you get with Jericho like that? And and I found I wonder out if she'll be on the Rock and Wrestling Cruise. Dude, I that's my dream, by the way. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm stingy cruise. with my money. <laughs> I could pay for it, but I'm like, nah, $3,000. Well, we could not pay for it, but one day we hope to be able Listen, to. I'm going to be... Oh, I can't. And as a podcaster, I want to be on the point where like I'm on like a, a list, a media or a VIP yes. list or yeah. something to get up there. And I would take a plus one with me, not to break up this marriage. <laughs> um, I would take a plus one with me just to soak that in. I'll probably take Mika Billis with me. I was going to say, um, well, Davin won't go without me. I don't know. I'm about to say, yeah. Davin would be like a roadie. Let she, me just tell you, Chris own- Jericho's on that boat. <laughs> My ass is going to be in the front row. Where what have I become? <laughs> and even if Devin comes with me, she's going to have her own room because I ain't getting in the middle of nothing. <laughs> I'm doing me. Yeah, that's right, shit. <laughs> there will be no Matt Hardy leading edge triangle going on here. I've given my best years of my life to this woman. <laughs> Just so, said to me a lot. So, so um, I'm going to go over a little bit because I know uh, Devino De- uh, so is going to... Uh, I had it on Wikipedia over here, They're one of the greatest sources ever. Yes. Um, it's money in the bank over here. So money in oh the God, bank. Shorty, so what good. you drink? Of course. Oh, that's uh, a little scrappy. I hated that song. Uh, let's I see. Know, but John, why don't they use it? I, I uh, Ricky Starks, uh, beat Brian Cage. Funny. I just want to say, I just want him to say crook and bush one time. Yes, what did he say? I can guarantee <laughs> he's from, it'll he's, be a he's good He's from show. down there. I yes. loved him. I loved him in NWA, and I understood why he went to AEW because of the money. Because NWA wasn't running. Uh, Christian Cage beat Matt Hardy. Yeah, absolute, uh, absolute. Okay. Ricky Starks is an absolute fucking. Uh, uh, he's star. a great character. He's a great character. He 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 Get elevates on the mic. Team Taz. Yes. Uh, in a way that they really needed. Like Brian, I, I like Brian Cage. He's that. the most charismatic of the group. Yes. I'm a little, I th- and I think Brian Cage is too. But I'm a little bit worried about him as a face because I saw the promo he cut, and it seemed like he didn't know what to do with himself. Well, it's been building yeah. for weeks now. Like I don't want to be with this group because they keep costing me matches. Yeah, and but stuff. and and I was expecting him to have, I don't know, personality. <laughs> well, no, he didn't have any personality as no, a face. Well, Cage, in, in a personal, personal, because I've been on the road with Cage, he does have a personality, and I guess like yeah, and his Twitter is very funny. Yeah, especially when he puts pictures up of his wife, <laughs> Melissa Santos, on Instagram. 
He's like. I swear that was his wife's butt one time on Instagram. <laughs> it was like some kind of ass day or something. He's like, that's my wife's ass. Yeah. And I appreciate it. Yeah. They, they <laughs> married, have a beautiful daughter. Wow. They Aww. got together, uh, I think, uh, during Lucha Underground, like 2015 or something. And I remember I met Melissa Santos, and I was getting her for an interview and uh, for the radio show, and we connected. And when I found out at a, at a uh, Evolve show that her boyfriend is Brian Cage, I was like... Yeah, I'm not shooting my shot with that one there. I'm not doing that one. And I love Cage, and I worked for Cage before. And he I, seems like a sweetheart is the thing, too. He, yes. Like, I, he seems like a big softie. I'll tell you one story. He came down here for MCW. He fought Leo Rush. And mm. uh, this was before Leo got signed. And I went with my friend Chad because uh, the next day was a big event. So he took me on the road. Overnight, I got a hotel room in Queens, New York, uh, in Flushing. Nice hotel i gotta get the name of it i paid like 70 dollars, but the room was so euro and so advanced and that night they had karaoke on a friday night so cage is riding in the front seat and uh you know my friend chad is like where's this hotel gave him the address dropped me off this drunk girl came out this drunk girl came out and uh opened the door to the driver's seat and it was cage and he's like oh they're valeting in here and everything oh cool and I just popped out the backseat like, man, that's me. And her boy, her <laughs> man came around, her man came around and, uh, you know, because she was drunk and all happy and whatever. Yeah. So Cage is uh, very entertaining. Then working for him and uh, Katrina from Lucha Underground at WrestleMania like that next month and whatever. So Cage is a total sweetheart. Um, the coffin match. Yes. I did like it, but... Again, traveling, it wasn't like the match that evolved that I saw. Mm-hmm. Ethan Page versus Darby Allen. There was a spot in there. It was in Queens, New York, LaBroom nightclub. There was a spot where uh, Page took uh, Darby Allen, body slammed him into a body bag. Oh, yeah. And then... Then they drag him. No, they, no. They no. put him in the body bag. He body slammed into him. He took a small bag out, and it was thumbtacks littered it inside the bag with Darby in it, zipped the bag up and smacked the hell out of him with chairs oh, all over the bag. And Darby like messed his elbow up or something for that match. Yeah. And um, I remember that and I was just like, if they don't go that violent mm. on uh, AEW television. After you've seen that. I didn't, because yeah. I honestly I thought like you couldn't really go ultra violence like CZW. Until I saw the next week when uh, Moxley yes. pulled out a fork. Oh my pulled God, out a the fucking fork. fork. The fork is so good. I was like, we're channeling Abdul the Butcher here. <laughs> He's yeah. just going to and, town. And not only not, it wasn't like the, the slow drag of the fork. It was like Stab, just yeah. stabbing yeah. with the fork. Yeah, and he introduced it just really early on. He was like, I have a fucking fork I intend to use throughout this match. Very <laughs> early on. I brought a fork. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna rip him up with it, and then the, when Archer gets it and digs at him, and really because that's kind of the the prelude to the fi- to finishing him off, because it's Moxley dr- dropping the IWGP United States Championship, and how long has he held up. that title? He held it for a long time. I thought yeah. that with the pandemic he was gonna lose it again, mm. but uh, New Japan has a uh, place in California. They have an American uh, type station. So a lot, some of those uh, young lions, and then Leo Rush and Wheeler Yuta and Fred Yehi and Chris Dickinson and Brody King, they were all in there in California doing New Japan work. Mm. 
And right now, Tokyo and Japan is under lockdown, aside from the Olympics. Oh, right, right, right. So, um, I know Cody Obushi has an illness right now. Mm. Uh, so, we're trying to figure out what that is. And then Will Ospreay hurt himself and had to give up the belt. Um, yeah, I felt like that match, for me, I've never really bought into Lance Archer because I feel like the matches I've watched up until this point, and maybe it's just because of what we've caught. Like, they've been I'm going to really forward you so much material. I know. Well, that's the thing is I had no idea that he had this whole other, you know, like, you know. Because uh, it just I felt like I got so much fullness from that match of his like, well, skill and like. Well, you would have been laughing hard like uh, what he did at Killer Elite Squad in Japan with him and Davy Boy Smith Jr., Harry Smith. They would come out in the crowd, and Lance would have the water bottle, and he would just be spitting on people. He'd just drink and spit and drink and spit and drink and spit on people as a as a heel move. And I was like, yeah, if he returns, he can't do that no more due to the right. pandemic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, well, cause, and you saw AEW put Lance Archer over, really put him over, and IW for the very first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And my, my, well, he, I think he beat Juice Robinson for the belt in the next – Chain of events. Moxley went back to Japan and right. uh, and beat him for it. Hey, but a you haven't seen Lance Archer on AEW television or pay per views win a championship yet. Yeah, and and he's lost to Moxley. He's he's lost to all the champions, but they had him put him over. So he finally got put up. And what I like about AEW is that, is that people everything comes in time. You know, you think yeah. about all the egos that had to be been involved in starting AEW. Well, I'm going to oh say this: God. as far as as far as WWE is concerned, it's like a breath of fresh air for those who are being released. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not big on everybody being released going into AEW, and I don't no. look at it like that because honestly, um, one guy I'm groaning if he ever signs or ever makes an appearance, and that is uh, Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. because. Him and Mark Henry are good friends, and he could get a word for him and put him in there. Yeah. But Braun is not the type that you would really catch on being the elite, except for what I found as a meme, as in uh, John Silver, Johnny Hungy, eating a mushroom and turning into Braun Strowman because they're both bald-headed <laughs> with beards. <laughs> I love John Silver, man. Uh, him and uh, Alex Reynolds doing their rounds as the Beaver Boys in the indies before being called up for the dark order. So I have a lot of love for him. Eddie Kingston, who, um, would not hold his tongue. Met him many times. Great dude. He's so unapologetic, period. Um, no, he spent, I really like Eddie Kingston. I tell you what, there was one spot that I did find funny and gives Jim, Jim Cornette's going to be a, uh, topic on this episode, (laughs) recurring topic. What I did like was that the, uh, or what was it? The Wheeler Yuta match with uh, Darby uh-huh. Allen and yeah. Orange Cassidy faced off against Sting. Yeah. Oh, that was oh, yeah. yeah. That, that was like, oh that. my god. Did I not? No, you didn't. Wait, what? I told you you got you got upset too because you came downstairs and you were like, "What happened?" I was like, "Ah, oh, you just missed it." Oh my it. god, Great. that's right. And it, and it was that build. It was from Orange Cassidy with Sting. And Orange Cassidy does his hands in his pockets. He did that, and the crowd reacted. And then... He did the little uh, shin kick. The little shin kick he does. And then Sting gave him a little shin kick back. And then they went back and did the whole routine 
Uh, and then there was a I great finish. It. it was a great finish to but the rest of the match, But it was Darby too. and Orange facing off. No, no, no. no, no. Well, it was Orange Wheeler, was Utah, and, yeah. um, Oh, Wheeler. That's Wheeler, right. Wheeler, Utah, and yeah, uh, yeah, Darby yeah. Allen. Yeah, being it being it best friends. Oh God, I want to see that. Being it best, I recorded it. It's recorded somewhere. It's recorded on our <laughs> DVR for Sling TV. No, I'm gonna give a live reaction of uh, Davino De- uh, seeing this. Oh my! God. I am butchering your name. No, Davino. Okay, it's Davino. Right that's on. that's her Instagram handle. Okay, uh, there it's it is. Matter pause. It doesn't have the sound on. Oh my god. Yeah, but it's like go. my dream. Because you're missing the crowd going, oh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh my god. And I can't. <laughs> oh, and Sting is such a player, man. He just like. He's like, he, he plays along. That's what I like. I really, what I like about it is. They've really, they've really handled him super well, you know, He's as a guy who doesn't do him. it in the look ring. Look at him, look at him. Stop it. Tapping their feet. Austin yeah. is being his chest. Yeah, the the lackadaisical beating of the chest is a great is that was a great. A, that was a cherry. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that about Sting. He's got a sense of humor to him, but yeah. he's also like a badass. I actually met him though, but he was very businesslike at a convention, like with the lines and stuff. So, but again, I'm used to the Sting back in the '90s when he was rocking the the flat top and the and the colors and everything. Yeah, I I do think he should maybe get a haircut because his uh, his thinning. Not quite long, long old man the, the, hair. The, the balding do in the back, thinning. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the you're doing. The star slick back because he yes. got the ball comb over. Yeah, like I can still wear it long because I'm my own man. But like, I'm mourning over that because in 1998 his hair was awesome. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, his hair was awesome when he first was doing the crow gimmick. Oh yeah, and he had that thick. I mean, it was lush. I mean, I hate seeing. I still can grow that kind of hair. I hate seeing guys with it's ability true. with follicles lose their hair, like with great manes of hair. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It, Ric Flair was like. See, shit. You never knew me when my hair was down to like. I seen some pictures when we got married. You know? yeah, yeah, and it was clean. And it could really, yeah. But it's a lot of work. Though, isn't that it? hair could have worked in the ring. No, not really. But, um... Yeah, you could have been... Anyway, we're way off topic. We're talking about me. So, so, um... (laughs) That was a great... Um, Fighter Fest. I'm gonna gonna forward you Orange Cassidy versus Christopher Daniels. uh, They had the same moment at WrestleCon in New York a couple years ago, and... Christopher Daniels came up with his own glasses and would just, like, put his hands in his pockets, and they were just still doing it. Um, let's see. Uh, Hangman Adam... Motherfucking page. I thought he had a match somewhere. He didn't, but he showed up twice to push the storyline forward for uh, him and Kenny. Yeah, for him and Kenny. Can I say this? Um, I'm gonna say this on my own podcast, but I can't stand Kenny Omega's cheesiness of his heel. Like, I think the, it's so funny. like, like the thing uh, that he doesn't. He's like a Final Fantasy villain. Well, number one, his theme in New Japan is based off of that. I know. Yeah. Uh, called Devil's Storm or something. And I love that theme. But with Kenny, it's like he came out with a Triple H mustache. And, I love the But that's, that's a brand new. I mean, come on. The entrance used to get... No oh Carolina! The girls coming out, though, the with sweepers. the brooms. Yeah. No, and then and he has an intro be... that's like two minutes long. And they were never on time. Yeah, they were always so upbeat. They were never, they never, they were just, I was like, are these not, what kind, are these dancers? Like, what's going on? gun move, he's like. Oh, uh, good night and uh, goodbye, bang. Yeah. 
Another thing that Cornette hates. I actually <laughs> like that. Why would he hate? Because Kenny does so much with his hands and the jazz hands and everything. He's like, and I get it. Like before he does the V trigger. That's what I was about to say. Like when he'll do it, he'll gyrate a little bit before he does it. I hate it just like Drew McIntyre's countdown to the Claymore. Oh yeah, I don't. I like hate countdown. that countdown. Oh, but that's so corny. Good night. Same thing with the Sweet Chin music. Sweet I hate chin that music you, is great. The, the, the sweet chin. No, that tuning up the band. I oh. hate that you stomping in the ring. People, could, you could feel oh, it. Oh yeah. In the ground, it's like. But that's why they're doing it. They're like, come on, get up, and they're like, I gotta get up. Sorry, puzzle. I gotta puzzle keep. Got I gotta keep fighting, and they're like, yeah, come here, I got something for it. Randy Orton does it too before the RKO. You know when he gets down into. Oh the, yeah, and he's like, and he pounds. But sometimes to me, it's like it's not as if it's not like a foot, like yeah. hitting the ground though. But yeah, you want him. Stomp. You want you want him to get up. You want to. You yeah. want them to get up. Speaking of, uh, well, I'm gonna get away from Davino's uh, uh, side piece here, Randy Orton. <laughs> Britt Baker beat Nyla Rose. Yeah. And uh, I know you were elated to see that. I was elated to see it. I wasn't excited. Okay, so. Like Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Wait, 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 wait. Britt Baker. D. M. D. Thank you. Everything about Britt is great. I'm so here for it. I'm so here for how she's made dentists badass also. Because, like, you don't ever think, like... Yeah, because Isaac Yankum didn't do that either. (laughs) Yeah. But I wasn't... I was... I was... I don't feel like... It showcased their best, the match. I don't know. I felt like Nyla was a little slow. I don't know. It was just like when you watch Brit with another, like, sort of, you know, Nyla's like a real heavy, you know? She's like, I'm going to do these big, heavy power moves versus, like, Brit with someone who's got some really, like, light on their feet, a lot of more acrobatic stuff. That's the stuff. I mean, the Thunder Rosa match, I mean, obviously, there's nothing like it. So, uh, Coco. So, um,. (laughs) So I, I you know I agree with you because um I guess Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker just elevated so high that even the bloody Britt Baker face like it just so it it just elevated everything so high it just craps on everything else. Yeah, it's like there's nothing that really can compare. I've also though to be fair, I've never been I've never been a fan of the the sort of the heavy style of like the slow. I I don't the know methodical just, style. Yeah, I'm just much more drawn to like fast paced flyer kind of. A lot of people aren't though, and Nyla Nyla's a good friend of mine. I know her like for years, and um, her and her wife and her children. Um, and I back Nyla a lot, especially when people go online and talk about the he's a man and all that. Oh and yeah, I'm like yeah, that's my friend. Long she don't hurt nobody or whatever she's cool and she's very unapologetic too i'm just mad at her because she went to japan on one of her tours and didn't bring me back any kit kats <laughs> you know i sent her a note i said nyla bring me some kit kats from japan and because i used to uh buy a lot of matcha and, and everything in kit kats because oh, yeah. the kit kats here suck um what is it about the kit kat is know, well the kit kats abro- the kit kats are broader from nestle mm. it's a much better taste and here i think it's hershey and it's not that good, and they have like so many flavors of Kit Kats. I'm just, I'm loved by these dogs here. Coco is oh, um, I really like shit. I gotta come here like on a weekly basis. I know Coco's like you can't leave. Nigga. Um, but I I did I did like that one. Uh, Hikaru Shida. I did not know that she was champion for a year. Yeah. 
Really? I, and, didn't, um, I didn't realize that either. And then you died. But, but, I was ready for, I mean, I liked Takara Shiro. But I didn't I think she ready. had like an impact though. I didn't think yeah. she had a, No, but she always put on she, a great match and, and, and represented the women's division in a way that, that uh, made it seem like it had a top talent. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like I'm I think Karushita, or I'm sorry, I don't know. The Karushita. Yeah, Karushita. Yeah, um, that she, that she, if you stack her up against just about anybody in uh, the WWE, you know she can hold her own in the ring for sure. Yeah. And also as a as a face as a persona too. So I thought that she represented the women's division well in that way. Yeah, Even though you're right, no impact, no the no no match. Like name yeah. me a name me a match she had. Well, number one, um, I I hated her storyline with Abaddon because I don't believe in Abaddon. And it also yeah. didn't it didn't really develop at all. And plus, Abaddon scares the crap out of me. She Abaddon, does. She's yeah, very she's scary. Very I mean, scary. of course, going to the bank and everything like that. But I just don't like looking at her. Yeah, it's you know she's uncomfortable because it's the makeup. Yeah. So, the eyes but again, and the mouth. a woman wrestler being portrayed in a way that you don't that isn't like you know. Also, I'm attractive. By, by the way, yeah. I'm not listeners. I'm not shaming Abaddon. I'm gonna run into her one day. Um, it's not body shaming. Same thing with Alexa Bliss. I don't know why people body shamed her. Like I think she's really? nice looking. Yeah. She's I mean, she's just short. Body. She's just short with a biscuit butt. Listen, she's got a great butt. We could all only ever hope to have that kind of butt. But no, I hear you. There is something about Abaddon, and and I think it's intentional that it's difficult almost to watch and look at because that and that's like she's she's going for that, you know. Yeah, and um, I hate to bring it back to WWE. I just remember Bliss. One thing I liked about her was uh, when everybody was making an interest, and she stood on the. Oh my god! Yes, it was so weird moved. and cool. I was like, yeah, I love. I know. I love. I just didn't. I just don't. Expected. I, I never was really into Alexa Bliss after WrestleMania. After she was bleeding like black oh, goo yeah. from her head. Yeah. And Bray Wyatt went away and, and doing the playhouse. And then Shayna Baszler running from the doll. And it was just like, what is this? It's like she was biting people on the necks when she got into she got on the roster. Yeah, and they did a weird thing in Money in the Bank where they like made it, you know, Alexa Bliss did this thing like she was gonna with like superpowers oh, yeah. pull it down. The, the, the and I was hand. like, if you're gonna do that, then you need to follow through in some way because otherwise it just seems. Also, stupid. Michael Cole went. Uh, uh, Alexa <laughs> uh, Alexa Bliss appeared to use some kind of power or something. <laughs> some kind of power. Yeah, it was pretty. Sick. Yeah, because he because he's on SmackDown and it's like he doesn't watch Raw. And the material that they put no, out. No, but he even was like, "How do I? Is this magic? Yeah, he was is like, "How power? do I? What is this? That is we're it, you know, done here? can we can we get some more clarification? I don't think people care about Michael Cole anymore, except for Vince McMahon, because ever since his heel turn in 2010, people just hated Michael Cole. Damn, I hated Michael Cole for a while. I now by the find way, him serviceable. By the way, uh, you know, he had a match at WrestleMania against Jerry Lawler, and it was 30 minutes too fucking long. <laughs> And it, it was it was refereed by Stone Cold Steve Austin, and it was so bad. So it was long, so thirty minutes. I mean, you. That's I, a see, lot. See, see, I'm gonna tell you this. Here's what I'm gonna tell you. Sheamus and Daniel Bryan was supposed to face for the United States Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania. They moved it to the pre-show. What happened mm. is they had this. They had a match on the pre-show, and it turned into a battle royal. The match was like a no contest. He turned into a battle royal just to get everybody paid, get the guys mm-hmm. out, and that was it. And then they had this thirty minute match. I was like, 
Wow. Whoever put this together needs to be reamed. I found out, I think somebody said it was Dean Malenko. I was like, really? The wow. Iceman? Yeah. Put it together? Well, that's like any time they get Shane McMahon out again. I'm like, get this clown shoe out of here. No, if they get... If they get <laughs> if, if, see, Shane McMahon is okay. The one thing I like about Shane McMahon is that, you know, he said that I'm going to get in there and I'm going to go through the motions. Yeah. There comes a certain point, though, where I just start to worry about you because of your age and, like... What he and did, Shane McMahon up. is getting to that point where he I'm did like, jump off of a helicopter. Yeah, I'm like, bro, you can't, you can't be up there on that top rope anymore. Like, you can't be walking across that top rope. Did you see him uh, with the Undertaker at WrestleMania a couple years ago at Hell in Cell and jumped off of it? And that's what I'm Shane, like, you need to calm down. That's well, well a lot of people see <laughs> Shane McMahon as the guy who can fling himself off of anything. That's that is all he is in the ring. Same thing like wrestling. Joey Janela. He, you, you oh, see him I love like, Joey Janela though. Okay, this show is over. <laughs> Damn, I love how Shan- weird another, he another is. person, another person, <laughs> Cornette hates Jelly Nutella. Does I just love how weird he has, and skeezy he is? But, but Joey, Joey Janela has a following though. Yes, he, he his following There's, is so big that he has spring break shows every year. Ow, that was my toe, Coco. And he's so unique. I just I I dog, know he's dog got. Playing. Mm, yeah, I'm into it. I'm into his weird. Eccentric vibe. I, I, let me ask you something. Uh, how do you like Sunny Kiss? Wow, crickets. No, no, no. I'm trying to remember who it is. Yeah, she doesn't remember who Sunny Kiss. Sunny is. Kiss is. Did uh, she partner with? I'm not. Know. I'm not 100 percent on on Sunny Kiss. She she did. She did. Mm-hmm. She. Yeah. It's a she. Yeah. 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 I She's like. She. I like her. She. 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 I feel like I haven't yes. seen her in a really wa- long time though. I remember Sonny from the Indies also, New Jersey, New York area. Uh, she's very uh, wonderful. I remember when I met she when I was using he, and I'm saying this because it's my show. Um, and I remember I met her, and I was like, where did she get that Beyonce ass from? And she basically told me she's a yoga instructor. I think she graduated from college. Yeah, Sonny Kiss's um, ass is popping. I remember we watched, I've only and, seen and, her And like she's twice. about to get married soon. To, uh, oh, I think it's Killian McMurphy who I hate. What? Um, because he's a dick on social media, but I know him through Delaware. Mm. Um, but he came out also with their relationship like years ago because I didn't know Sunny Kiss was dating or something. I love it. But um, yeah, I love no, Sunny Kiss. I liked because I felt like she was got she had a lot of a lot of that like flyer just like fast fast. I just love fast. I I don't know. That's really. What I'm into. So, so uh, Joey Janela, um, he flings off his stuff, and I got to forward you this documentary by Kenny Johnson, Johnson uh, a couple years ago. He still lives in his parents' house and this and that. He does all this stuff. He has uh, spring break shows during WrestleMania weekend. He bought back Hakushi. He uh, he brings back a lot of vintage people. And what was the match on AEW that we watched with him? And there were like thumbtacks involved. I remember. I just remember. That was the George beginning. Now? That was yeah. the beginning stages. I think it was. It was a great. I mean, match. Yeah. I think it was Adam Page or something at all nah, in or all he, out. Nah, he. I mean, didn't he wrestle? Uh, was it John? I just don't. Re- I didn't yeah. he wrestle John Moxley? I thought that it was. There were probably some throwaway matches. It was like an unsanctioned or something. Or something. Yeah. It wasn't and, like the Kenny Omega match here. Yeah. yeah. Um. Which the Maryland State Athletic Commission uh, and Christopher Cruz was a dick. Uh, he, he reported on that. Christopher Cruz used to be like a commentator for WCW, and he's a he's a dick <laughs> online. 
What is it? Okay, look. Let me close this podcast out in a few minutes. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little bit. This is Coco just uh, friendly attacking my leg and Puzzle is trying to get on my knee. <laughs> yes, I'm talking about you are the worst. And I love you for it. I know. He's like, you trying to get in on this? Um, so, um, anyway, um, Fighter Fest uh, is in the books. Next week is Fight for the Fallen. These little oh. TV type pay per views. I would love Does to come. Does Jim Cornette hate that too? I love He it. He doesn't like, what, like probably like half the AEW roster, including the Dark Order, which I like them being repurposed. Well, I. Don't Is he just mad? But I think the, I, not, I don't know. You don't like the Dark Order? Order? I don't know without Brody Lee. It just now. I, I mean, like I think they found easy. a good. I think they found a good leader now in Hangman Adam Page. <laughs> well, they're building towards it, but he's still not a part of it. Yeah, I like. But I'm like. I like him because they're kind of a kids vibe. thing now. Yeah, you know what I mean? to me they're more like the, the Geek Squad. Yeah, yeah they're they can be a big and goofy. It's like very kind of clownish. But they can like also do the sort of like um, spooky side of it. Too, well, they they did I mean? a if dark. They, they did a dark group when they first started. Yeah, and the last thing I remember was like the end of 2019. Uh, they attacked the young bucks, and then they put the hand in one of the bucks' mouth, had the blood, and that's right. And it was yeah, so like it was so uh, it was so hated. Plus, it was one of their indie guys who was playing like a a, a member or something right. that was fake punching Dustin Rhodes, and it was caught on camera. Yeah. Mm. So he was like hitting the mat when he was supposed to be hitting Dustin Rhodes, and oh, Dustin no. came out in his defense because Twitter killed, him. killed that wrestler. They took his name. They said this is who he is, and whatever. Oh, and Dustin cool. got his back for it. Look, when it comes to the internet, I like to jab every now and then, but I'm not that person who's gonna spit visceral hate, except for Virgil, because fuck him, and he doesn't run his own social media. Uh, Malcolm Bivens from Stokely Hathaway from the Indies in uh, NXT. Virgil. Because he's, he's a coon. Cause he's, well, both of them are. Because Virgil tried to charge me $15,000 for an interview when oh, I was doing radio. Yeah, he, it was in New Jersey. Uh, I was doing a radio show. And he was like, I, I charge you $15,000. i am like, you better, you better do a Thanos and impact the world what you got to say. We paying $15,000. <laughs> And then we, uh, a guy from a website gave me his phone number, and we called. It was disconnected. Mm. So that show that we had, after uh, meeting him, we just slammed him. Yeah. We just we just completely slammed him. We, you know, we hear a lot saying that he goes to the casinos and just loses draws. Yeah. And plus, there's a website called LonelyVirgil.net, where like he sets up tables anywhere. He can set up a table in front of the store and try to get aut- autographs, and it says. Uh, million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, and Virgil. Damn. They're trying to sell it. That's so sad. You want to see what's sadder? Look at his Instagram. <laughs> he don't run his social... I know the people who runs his social media. The Gian brothers in Canada, the other one runs the Iron Sheik's account. That's who... They run the Iron Sheik because yes. they make him sound like he's still on crack. Well, the Iron Sheik says that stuff also but they just put it out I was going to say like he's on there is that documentary with him I still haven't finished that one but I've met the Iron Sheik <laughs> in these days and he will still go off and do that crack no 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 not, <laughs> not, not crack he would go off on the rants and stuff like fuck the whole I break his oh back and make God. him humble because he's Persian yeah and, yeah and he used to be a bodyguard for the Shah yeah um, he was a bat well he was a his father was, a was an Olympic wrestler and he was an Olympic wrestler for uh, Iran, and yeah, that was high status. And his father had to leave the country 
because yeah. of the change in the shop. But later, he would just smoke crack. Like, actually smoke crack, you know what I mean? It's kind of sad. Well, there was a story in WCW where... Uh, Diamond Dallas Page tried to help him, right? That was Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts what helped him. What happened to Diamond Dallas Page, He's man. still doing his no, thing. No, he's still doing his thing. The DDP Yoga's been like... It's still I know, but I liked up. it when he would just It's like, are you a drug addict? Are you an alcoholic? He didn't even talk about him. Well, he's a, he's a, no, you, no, go ahead and talk about him. I know yeah, him talk about the, tri- the, uh, the announcement. The Trials of Jericho? Yeah, the second Trial of Jericho. Yeah, Nick Gage. Wow. Yeah. I just like seeing Nick Gage get his on television. And after Dark Side of the Ring, he's really getting it. So, yeah. But he's going to lose that match. Well, yeah, right, obviously, you know, yeah. Right. It's just a matter of what way. Chris Jericho. Oh, and Kit, I mean, for a second, though, the end of that match was great. With Sean um, this, Spears? Yeah, the stipulation, the whole stipulation, the you know, that he could use a chair, he couldn't, you know, and that at the end, through the reversal, he got hit into the chair, kissed with the Judas effect, <laughs> goes down for the three count, and then MJF... Just comes out and he's Cut so the music. Cut the yeah music. he's such a dick and he was great on the mic throughout all that Dude, match. He's I mean so just good on the mic. It's shocking to me that he's what twenty. Uh, MJF is about 24, 25 years it's old. Like this, guy. he's not a star. He's a son because he generates his own heat. I will call God, him. Really I will call does. him on his phone and tell you and tell him that. Yeah. yeah. And um, he'll probably say something smarky t- about what you said. <laughs> but but for for uh, MJF, I know him when he was training at Creator Pro in uh, Long Island in, in New York. And he just, he, like I said, he's just a sponge. He came down here to MCW on a whim. He wasn't booked. Uh, Dan McDevitt, the owner, saw him, put him up there, won the Rage TV Championship, made promos, and he just loved him. And he traveled to the Monster Factory, which I crossed paths with him again. And. He he never turns off unless he's going to bed. He never turns off. He's always that way. Sometimes I talk to him as Max in the back. I'm exposing. I talk to him as Max in the background, and and that be it. But I don't, I don't like that or anything. Yeah. You know. So um, he uh, did I tell you that he flipped off a kid one time? <laughs> he was at it was at a convention. Uh, I think it was All Out one time and uh, he was taking pictures and oh, you know, he slipped off the kid yeah. and uh, he gave the most MJF response but I know like AEW handled him and whatever but that was it. Wow. So. No, he's got such great charisma and I just love to hate him. I just love to Oh yeah, him. to the point so where good because yeah. it's just such a pure beautiful hatred. See, see MJF know? I oh, would think in my mind He's so he, good at being Either he would talk about stealing, <laughs> either he would talk about stealing you from uh, Joe, or he would make some kind of. Well, she's not mine to steal, and I'd say, <laughs> "Well, you know, in marriage." And I tell him that I'd be like, "Oh, oh yeah, you're gonna steal her. You know, you can't steal her. She's her. You can't, you can't possess <laughs> something. Yeah. You fucking nincompoop. This isn't, this <laughs> isn't like so- Eastern Europe in the fucking Middle Ages. Yo, are you cuckolding yourself? I'm not a cuckold, no. Okay. He's just... I'm not a cuckold. But you can't possess a woman, so you can't steal somebody. So, just that whole concept. Also, well, tell luck, that to Mr. asshole. <laughs> well, 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 tell that to Mr. T in Rocky Three. He said good luck. Tell, tell that when yeah, Mr. T was saying luck. that in Rocky Three. He's like, I, uh, I'll take your woman, real man or something, before they're fighting Rocky Three. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's outdated toxic masculinity, sir. He does, he does. Well, you're talking about MJF. 
Yeah. I love MJF. He, he would go in on this bookstore. He, he, he could go in on this bookstore. He probably can't read half the fucking books in here. <laughs> Talking about the character. He, you know, he, I like how Chris Jericho's like, oh, MJF is a smart man. He knows Greek literature. Oh, goodness. Did he say that? He did. He did He did on a promo one time. I just forgot it. But it was he great. It I loved it. Look, I, I like MJF. I got no problem with him. But if you wanted to talk shit, I'd go right back at him. No problem. I can talk shit with the best of them. <laughs> Whatever you serve up, it's I can I can kick. As long as you're not actually maybe going to try to kick my ass, I can go <laughs> right back and forth. But even if you are, you know, I'm I, tall I, 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 Joe needs a Twitter handle. Yeah. yeah, he needs a Twitter handle to That's do that. That's what I've always said. Yeah, I don't want a Twitter handle. You can say it right. To, I don't have time to tweet. I got. I'm trying to fucking build. I mean, community. you can do the video and put it on Twitter, and then he'll reply. I'm on trying Instagram. to build community, not you know, like you know. You just make a video. But I would but it's love though. It's not I like he's gonna come down here. I would love if I would really love. I want to have a book signing because these guys have ghostwriters. Like if the young bucks could come and do a book signing, oh my god, that's book. right. I actually know your father. Yeah, well, if you can ask him, would you do a book signing? Because okay. we're gonna be doing stuff at Map Technology. It depends on when they come back to Baltimore, and um, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying I got juice, but they're I, gonna come back. I would just be like, oh uh, god, I, would I would just be that. like, um, you know, try to find somebody that knows the bucks and talk to. We gotta Sign reach out up, because I, we we could do an event at Map Technology. Technologies, which is a big gaming lounge, and it's near Royal Farms Arena, so it's super convenient. Baltimore Arena, and 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 it could maybe be on Sling TV. <laughs> Joe want to get his out there so bad, like the Bucks do a book signing, and, uh, and then MJF walks in and just have this promo, and they'll be on Russell Talk oh or my what God. Culture. He's got to wear the scarf though if he comes. This is a Tell neck. Him. This is a neck band. This is a, no. You're talking mom. about the Burberry. I'm talking about the Burberry. Oh, and MJF I'll wear this. Scarf, yeah. And I'll wear this. And I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking breathe it's on you. It's my favorite when you wear. Then he would just cut right there. <laughs> I, I, I won't deem to breathe on you. You don't deserve to receive my recycled fucking air. <laughs> Man, I wish I was more popular. This part would come out, <laughs> but but Fest is in the books. I would love to come back for um, fight for the fallen because you know oh, I love yeah. Joe. I'm starting to love Paul's. I'm starting to love you as well, Davino. <laughs> um, and talk WWE and AEW because my co-host and I, Mika Villas, uh, we talk a lot of news and trades and rumors and stuff. And two of them were very surprising that I brought up. And one was uh, what was it? Uh, Brian Danielson, his real name, mm-hmm. in the Indies, is signed to AEW. Yeah. But they just have to make it like a mark or something to say he's there. And yeah. uh, they're constant. They're trying to get CM Punk. They're saying, like, pen to paper, whatever. They just want to do it in person. Mm. No, Well, they I mean. They want to sign the contract in show? person. Well, with, with CM Maybe. Punk, they were teasing that for the first all-in show when it was just Ring of Honor and Bucks and everything in Chicago. And then they had the, um, the meet and greet with CM Punk at the Pro Wrestling Tees store, which is not far from the arena. And they were like, oh, Punk is here. Chicago. Punk is here. He's from Chicago. And yeah. I think he has a house in uh, Wisconsin also. And people were just waiting for that moment for Punk to come out. And I'm just saying that, you know what? Punk, when Punk... <laughs> this time. Coco. When, when, uh, when, when Punk uh, is going to make an appearance, it's going to be when you don't know. Yeah, yeah, when you least expect it. And that's why I'm here with you, uh, Davino, about it. I like it when you don't know shit. It's my favorite. Because you could take it for face value. You can take it for what it is. You can enjoy that. You can enjoy it. Twitter's going to blow up. 
there'll be no I told you so's and, and things like that. Just like when uh, Alistair, um, Tommy Ann came into uh, Malachi, my lack. And I cannot wait if for we that wanted, fucking match. And also, just side note. For That's why I will one. pay $30 a month. For Sling TV. If we want to ever, if we want to ever free. do a rating of who has the best tights, Tommy Black rocks it. Malachi Black's tights. at the top of the list. Let me tell you something. You if, need if a ladies, Twitter. ladies, you, if you ever want to go rating of the tights, just check out Malachi Black. You, you need a Twitter. Davin has a Twitter handle, Peter. I think don't you have My a Twitter? My Twitter handle is actually WTFWWE because I was because, listen because I was so mad about the, the story writing. That I was like, I'm gonna troll WWE for their bad choices, and because I was so angry. Get but in I, line. I need to go back to it. So, so, so. Um, Wait, can I just say I have a prediction about Daniel Bryanson and CM Punk? Brian Danielson. Th- this is my Brian thought. <laughs> You're drunk, Joe. Go home. <laughs> I'm tr- I, I would love Brian to. Brian Danielson is. Brian real Danielson. Name. That's his real name, and they switched it when Whoa. when he signed them. Wait, I'm not drunk. I said it right. Brian Danielson. No, you Daniel said, said You said Danielson. You said Daniel Bryanson. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what actually. I do have dyslexia. Is, is, is there a problem, Ossifer? Uh <laughs> I can sing my ZBYs. <laughs> um, you you want a piece of yourself? Come out, come outside. I'll kick my own ass. <laughs> I'll show you how it's done. Um, I think. CM Punk, if he did a contract signing, which AEW hasn't really done, I think that's a nice little um, salt in the eye to WWE in terms of getting him to come back to wrestle um, with their promotion. Like, I think that's a nice little shot across the bow, and I think that that's the only way that Vince McMahon actually respects people. The only time that uh, mm. that they would do that, they have to announce it so fans will get into the arena where they oh, are. True, yeah. true. Because TNT don't like surprises. Apparently, after Sting, they were like, "Don't do that no more." Oh, I was come like, on. "I was like, come on, Brian Danielson is like the top." Top ten right now. Even even though I agree with him being part time because he want to raise his kids and he want to lift his kids up and everything, I agree with that. Same thing oh, with Punk. That's great. Same because that's why he 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 wanted to go away because he was feeling sore. He was having sores. He's like, I just want to hold my kids. Yeah. And you know, do the thing with where the kids are even between the shoulders. And I was like, Go, man! You you done did it. Like when you come back, people gonna love you anyway. So when Punk does the same thing, is it's like, oh, yeah, I gotta get on Twitter, and that's what I'm talking about. I don't want no advertisements. I don't want nothing. No, we got a major announcement next week. It's just like a match. It goes dark, or somebody runs out. Oh my God, it's CM Punk. Yeah. yeah. And it takes your heart like that. Yeah. Well, I think that's what Daniel Bryanson might do. I saw somebody on this is so cute. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Daniel Bryanson. Brian Danielson? <laughs> Brian Danielson. I didn't know his Samuel name. Samuel Bryanson. Jackson Samuel? Shamian Shamanshin. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. We all know who we're talking so, about. So, 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 as of this recording, uh, they say they got him signed. I, I don't know if it's trolling, whatever. I'm with oh, you. I'm with you, David. Uh, I want to see it when it happens. I don't yeah. want to know anything. So it, well, you already know. That's exactly why I. Yeah, but sometimes, sometimes when people say stuff, it's like you gotta err to the side of like forgetting. Well, that's well, why that's like, what they were. We don't pay that much attention, so well, we are always. That's why we were disappointed when happens. Becky Lynch didn't come out because we were reading things and that people. I'm were so saying. glad we don't communicate on an everyday basis. 
Yeah. <laughs> Not to be like that, but <laughs> but just the fact that like I like that outside casual so fan that I don't, don't know anything or don't hang on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. And I just watch these videos and go about my day of my regular life. I don't hang on lordsofpain.net even though they do follow me on Twitter. Um, I don't do anything. I'm not an insider Shout person. Shout out to Lords of Pain. I'm not an insider person. I just like to talk about uh, topics and everything, give my opinion, my opinion and the my co-host or my guest opinion only. Mm-hmm. Special guest star, I thought, is what we agreed on. <laughs> I got to look into my... Uh, I think we agreed on special guest star. I got to look into my contract about that. Special guest star. I still have it. I still have I'll it. I'll fax in- it to you. Wow. I'll... Mm-hmm. I- I'll still have an uh, interview with Ethan Page I gotta put out. Mm, yes. I've known him for years and I'm glad he's doing his thing. Yeah, I like him. I like him. I like a, him I too. I like him as a heel. Because he's like so, like, he's got such a great smile and he's so handsome and he's evil. I like soft body heels too. I think they Chris generate Jericho. more heat. Oh, well, he's. Jericho looks like a marshmallow man now. Listen, yeah, but he's just I'm doing the best the he can, bot. okay? He's not Edge, all right? Listen, hey, don't talk about my Edge. He's not an ectomorph. What do you ripped. want? I mean, he got neck problems. He's though. not an actor. He got, he got neck problems, like like the stenosis. So I get I get the part time yeah. stuff. No, Edge looks great. I saw a picture of Edge. Uh, y- you, you were, were here. like Edge looks rich. <laughs> I know we were upstairs. You were organizing kids books, and I was watching videos on the internet, and I was like, Edge looks fucking ripped on his ass. No, but there's nothing better than that Chris Jericho dad bod, and I'll stand by that comment. Yeah, because he can still. Women love dad bods. He looked great in the ring last week. He, he looks just great. kicks ass. He does. And he's like, and I don't need to be ripped. I'll just Judas effect your face he's into this mat and now, will not it, get up. Speaking of dads, uh, there's one that I found today. I don't know how confirmed or denied it, it is. But Your uh, father should? As of, well, I wish. <laughs> um, as of November, what they're saying is that The Rock is coming back to Survivor Series. I saw a little snippet about that. Really and it's going to start that storyline with Roman Reigns. I'm really Bill, I'm and for the WrestleMania for build. Yeah, oh, yeah. and this that. is in Texas though. I wish it was Los Angeles, but that's next year, and I can't fucking wait to go back to California. Ooh, yeah. I can't wait. Hey, excuse you. Oh, that you have that's a bone. Right. Oh, okay. So, um, Dwayne is coming back. Yes. Wow. Thanks for spoiling that. No, I've sure. got something to look. Well, they, they're building for. I have something to look to the fall to. and the winter. That's true. It's a hard time. The Rock, Dwayne. It'll be busy though. Hopefully, you ever think of Dwayne Johnson? Who doesn't? I mean, some people don't. They don't like the monsters. He's such a he's such a good guy, and he loves his kids. Yeah, and he's faithful to his wife, well, and he's successful. You what do you mean? Yeah, what, what? I mean, nobody knows that. I mean, he says he's working though. He Just like working? Kevin Hart. That man works very hard. Okay, yeah, his Instagram is like. One post and it's like two million likes at the end of the day. Yes, and he's always just thanking people, and he can sing. You saw Moana, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, he can sort of sing Moana. Yeah, he is. He's known as the like most liked person in Hollywood. I I mean, he's one of the most liked people on Instagram too, and in the world. I mean, and I will vote for him probably. Okay. All right. If Dwayne the Rock Johnson would like to be president, Dwayne. I mean, I believe with the brand name, just like what's his name yeah. and the face value, he could do yeah. it. But I don't want to see it happen. Yeah, as long as you want to abolish um, the prison system, I'm behind you. Dwayne. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Dwayne, Dwayne, this you heard is, it here. This is Joe. If and you I'm, do these I'm asking things. you, please abolish the prison system. 
You can do it. I don't it. think anybody's going to do that And for you'll real. have our vote. You, you dominated the WWE during the Attitude Era. You were the greatest. You were the people's champion. And we need you to be the people's champion now. Amen. Well, I guess Mr. <laughs> uh, Sleepy Guy is not the people's champion right now either. Who's that? Oh, Sleepy Jim. Lou? Or Lou. No, uh, you know, just... Mr. Joe Biden. No, I mean he's you know him and Democrat. him and Clint East him and Clint Eastwood can't open their eyes for real though. So <laughs> oh come on, Joe Biden is he's doing the best he can. Yeah, but you know I got some guffs against him. Uh, of course, yeah. but you know what is nice to feel like your democracy isn't under attack every day, like that somebody is not actually trying to become a czar. Look, I know we're an oligarchy. I know the rich rule us. I'm aware of that. But at least one person isn't attempting to seize power. I would rather the shadowy cabinet of dark figures. It's still a fight, though. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's still a fight every day, especially conspiracy theorists of the red kind talking about the vaccine. But we're not going to get into that. Yeah, no, we can't. Um, well, let's, not slam, let's not slam Joe Biden and Kamala. They're doing the best they can. Yeah, they did more than last four years. Um. Anyway, um. Yeah, I mean. Give me your information. Let's let's lay some information down because we gotta let people know Charm City Books, even if they're not in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. We ship nationwide, friends. Five dollars or less. <laughs> you just go to www.charmcitybooks.com <laughs> or at Charm City Books on Instagram and on Twitter and on YouTube. He's trying, he's I know we're not good at tweeting, Shin. You, no, no, no. I, I say I say thank God because Twitter to me is like one and two between that and Instagram as far as business. Yeah. Now, what I find out the hard way and I got to end up doing is I need a TikTok account and Listen. a Snapchat account. And I'm just going to oh. do it just to keep my name. The, yeah, the, tic to, the, the TikTok. TikTok is crazy. They say the they say for a for a single man <laughs> myself you can get women off of TikTok, <laughs> but I'm I'm not dependent on that. I'm the phys pause. I'm the physical interaction person. I need to see the person. True. In, in you you them. ever on like Tinder or uh, I just had somebody from Tinder. Mm-hmm. Is that one? Is that one? Bumble. Uh, Bumble. Bumble so, is actually good. Yeah. yeah, I saw Davino on Bumble, and I swiped on her, and she. Never swiped me back. I never But I met you. her just a few days later after I had swiped on her. And uh, I, felt bad I was swiping. really nervous that she might have seen me and denied <laughs> my swipe. Luckily, she just wasn't active on Bumble. Yes. Firstly, I don't know which way to swipe. Whatever. <laughs> I don't remember. But anymore. I do remember being like, I feel bad just like swiping through people. I'm about like, to say, don't let like, don't let Dwayne be one of them. He's in town. You swipe the wrong way. I'm talking what? about my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say for the end of day, it was like, yeah, I swiped on Davino, but she, I, I didn't see her period until like years later. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Uh, but no, Dwayne, um, you swept. You swept right. What? Would you leave me for Dwayne the Rock Johnson? No, baby. I'm giving you the best years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that pales into that pales in comparison to the the. I mean, I'm not gonna be like like that, but that pales in comparison to the the Hollywood numbers and the the rankings. And this will turn into a skyscraper if he ever stepped into here. Yeah, who? Dwayne. Dwayne stepped into here. Oh yeah. I, well, I hope he'd like it. He'd be like Dwayne. You wanna? You wanna see the kids' room? It's really nice. <laughs> you wanna join this? Would you like to invest? Yeah. 
We are open. I can see, I can see you holding a holding a bucket out, like a donation bucket out. Like we don't have, we, no, we don't hold buckets out. They, they just but make I, a makeshift one, say donation on the bucket, and say, "Here you go, just just tip that in, just tip that in." I'm you know, support for, small business. For, That's right. For Dwayne, I would hold. No, just for us, for our four hundred one k. Like actually, this just goes to our four hundred one k. They'll be living their best life at sixty some years old. old. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah you so, know. um, I got GameStop stock. <laughs> oh wow, really? Yeah. You're going to have Bitcoin and Dogecoin and all that? No, I'm not going to get any of that, but I, I did get some GameStop stock. I have a decent amount of it. And uh you know, we'll see time. we'll see what happens. Why you know, why not? The worst thing that happens is that I lose a not overall significant amount of money. The best thing that happens is I make a bunch of fucking money. So, and uh helps stick it to uh the magical financial system you know <laughs> the fucking, talk about a talk about a a, a work <laughs> so um let me let me get this new person down from a new guest host uh Davina uh Davina like give them your information for the Twitter and the Instagram oh well Gavin doesn't really tweet Instagram is Davino my my tweet my tweet my tweeter my Twitter is actually now I remember it's come on WWE C M O N WWE but I haven't That's not like a Joe Biden ghost account. Cuz I was just so angry with the you know the storytelling but I should get back into it. I should get back yeah. into it. because I really enjoy trolling WWE when I don't agree with their storytelling. Mostly it was used to hate on Carmella. Um, Why do you hate I actually Carmella? listen. Don't even She's listen. a daughter of a wrestler. I don't like the character. I don't like the character. Not the new character. I liked her when she no, was no, just I, like a princess I, I from did. Staten Island. Yeah, I, I don't like the new did, character. But it reminded me of Enzo Amore a lot. Yeah, but oh, yeah. that's not her fault. Don't you know? Well, they were in a team together for years, like all three of them, and yeah. then um, she just she's got onto that. Then Baltimore's own uh, Jimmy Dream, aka James Ellsworth, mm-hmm. was uh, her <laughs> her manservant. Yeah, that was oh, the yes. worst. That was and the, he's like a good friend of mine, but it was like, oh, get the check and go out the door. Then. Also, how are you gonna ruin the first ever women's money in the bank title Listen, by yes. having a man pull it down from the top? I'll tell you something. And worse. that's why they redid it. I'll tell you something worse. He got released from WWE and made an intergender belt. He made an intergender belt, blue on one side. I think blue on one side and pink on the other side. Why is that bad? I think that's well, kind of interesting. Um, I think he was I trying to Andy Kaufman himself. Oh, okay. And and like the story about Andy Kaufman, uh, I get this from Bill Lapter. Um, Andy Kaufman used to be the intergender champion back in the day. Right, the right. So he had these women in the ring. They would wrestle, you know, whatever time they got. And then after that, he took them back to the hotel or room and have sex with them. Oh, wow. And it kind of fair. And I know I'm shooting them on podcast, but it kind of fair with me there with uh, with James, and it just felt weird for me. Then he had uh, sexual allegations or something. Andy Kaufman. No, 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 no. Uh, James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. So wait, were you just did Andy Kaufman or James Ellsworth have sex with the people who were? Who well, Andy Kaufman did. It was back in the day, no social media, so like whatever. And plus, he he deceased, so like whatever it comes up, it just comes up. But James Ellsworth. Um, he got, it was like he was texting a, a, a underage girl or something, and um, he, I met, I, I ran into him in New Orleans on the flight back to Baltimore, and he told me, he was like, were there any court cases? Some sort of, I was like, no, man, I'm just talking to you, see how it went for real instead of the internet boosting this case. Yeah. So I found out some girl, like, was trying to pose and trying to be older and 
you know, they text not to get into that notion, and turns out it was a young girl. And kind of like the same thing almost happened with uh, Velveteen Dream. Like, he he, uh, sent a picture of his dick to an underage kid. And then it turned out, like... Well, that's not how he got released, but that's why he was held down for so long, for like a year. Because he was so hot on the NXT. Yeah. Yeah, but we loved him. I was just about to say, I was trying to remember. I was like, Yeah, it turns out he's kind of a perv. But but the thing is, is that he had this statement, and he was saying that he didn't do that, and it was like some site where somebody could take the dick pic, and they put it on a site, and somebody could take it and pose it like like a, he gave it to some young person. Jesus so Christ. when they said, why do that, all of these things happen on the internet? Why do people make these things possible? I have Listen, no idea. We but 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 the thing is, is that the why thing is, is do that something more useful. When he told that story of the, the script nature, I felt like I believed him on that one. The the part about him getting released is, I told people, I said, well, the sexual stories we don't know per se because they can blow that up. But he has an ego. He has a tremendous ego. Because oh, I remember he trained at MCW. I met him. He was cool. And he did a promo on the uh, radio show. Like, he was the best. And he was like that on Tough Enough. And also, when he got let go from Tough Enough, that was the same time Hogan got let go from WWE as far as merchandising because that mm-hmm. sex tape came out. Uh, and I interviewed Eric. Some, one of the dogs farted. Um, oh, yeah. God. It could have been all of uh, Eric Bischoff. <laughs> You know, remember Eric, when you thought you were dodging it? But. Oh, goodness. Uh, Eric Bish- I interviewed Eric Bischoff that same weekend. That's on Time Match Wrestling. Okay, that is the curtain call from me. <laughs> yeah. You got your information on Twitter. Yeah. We got Charm City Books here. Yeah. Su- su- support your local business. <laughs> and Sling I'm- TV. Oh, my And Sling God. TV. I'm going to get out of here. I got dog fart in my mouth. You got- so, <laughs> for Operation Joe and uh, Mr. Davino. Oh, wait. I am the sh- me now. Huh? It's getting to me now. And, and uh, this is a sensational one. Shinblade saying, I'm out and I'm going to go get fresh. <laughs>